0: good evening everyone i am dom i am jamie back with the cutting room floor and today we're going to be discussing legendary writer and director john hughes we'll be talking about a select few of his films
1: yes uh three that he wrote and directed and one that he just wrote Mm -hmm. so we're going to talk about in are we going to go in chronological order, like 16 I Candles, we should go in chronological order. Breakfast Club, Ferris okay, Bueller's and Day Off, and, and, and pretty, pretty in Pink? Pink. Yes, that works. Yeah, okay. All
0: right, so what we got first, we got uh, 16 was first?
1: 16 was first, yes. Okay.
0: Well, what year was it, 84?
1: I believe it was, okay. yes. Yeah. So 16 Candles. Well, first
0: things first, anyone who knows anything about John Hughes knows that back in the 80s, he was pretty much... Hand tied to Molly Ringwald. Mm. So Molly is in all but one of these films and she's the lead in all but one of these films. Well, I guess The Breakfast Club. It's it's an ensemble, kinda, but yeah, but point. but she would have been the biggest name at that yeah, point. She definitely
1: was. Cuz who knew who Judd Nelson yeah, was no then? No
0: one knew Judd Nelson then. Yeah. Pro- well, I mean, yeah. he would probably Well, Emilio.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess after The Outsiders cuz that would have been after The Outsiders.
0: Yeah, that was after The Outsiders. Yeah, The Outsiders
1: eight 3. Like, I believe yeah, that's so. The old boy. And they would have known uh, Anthony Michael Hall just from 16 Candles. 16, yeah. Yeah. He,
0: he had a pretty nice career from 16 candles up until like honestly yeah. until like ever scissor hands,
1: yeah. Because he did uh vacation, was first, yeah, yeah, uh, National Lampoon's vacation.
0: Too, I just been on a Chinese cake, man. I'm watching
1: all this, because he he wrote that, but I I did see that uh Harold Ramis and Chevy Chase heavily rewrote the script. Did,
0: I saw that too because his
1: version, I guess, dealt more with the kids, with the kids, yeah, mm-hmm. and they wanted you know more more Chevy,
0: yeah, which. I mean, I mean, it worked Chevy, out. Chevy is great. The and that era Chevy, though, yes, is like, the best. Because, like, how long – what was that, right before Fletch?
1: Yeah, it would have been probably three years before Fletch. Yeah, Chevy yeah. was
0: on the top of the world
1: then. Yeah. Like, he,
0: was, he was
1: going hard. It was right after, I think, like, foul play yeah. he had done with Goldie <laughs> Hawn. You know, he was obviously post-SNL because he only was on for, like, a season and a little bit of the second one. And, yeah, he just became – One of the biggest movie stars. He did. I mean, he
0: is is funny, man. Although they say he is a menace to work with, I mean, the magic comes out on screen. Yeah. Anywho, so 16 Candles. Yeah, 16 Candles. So 16 Candles follows the story of a young girl whose family forgets it's her 16th birthday.
1: Because it's also the day before her sister's wedding.
0: Yep, which obviously that's more important than his 16th birthday. Yes. Which, I mean, in defense of the parents, weddings are, like, so stressful. Yeah, they are. They are. goes on. So it's like, you know, when I was a kid and I first saw that movie, I was like, oh, these parents suck. They're jerks, yada, yada, yada. And then I got older, and I'm, like, starting to see what goes into a wedding and how much stress and work it is, even on the parents. And I was like, you know, watching it again, I'm like, you know, I mean, her parents don't get a pass, but... I understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes
1: a little more sense when you realize, yeah, everything that goes into it. Yeah. Uh, other than the money, because it's like usually, at least at that point in time, you know, the bride's family paid for everything, uh-huh. and it's like, and it seemed like they were meeting the other parents for, like the, first for the first time. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're
0: being yes. so awkward. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes, and they were they were obviously horrible because, like, you know, it's the janitor from the Breakfast Club yeah. <laughs> with with, with a mullet. You know, he's the guy the sisters marry.
0: Yeah, and it's like and then the whole movie you're thinking, She shouldn't marry this guy. No, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like how'll uh, oh, they even get together? She was way out of his and, league.
1: And and really quick, the the interesting thing if you take the first three that we're gonna talk about, Sixteen Candles, Breakfast Club and Ferris Bueller, they all take place within like a day or two. They, like they like are, they're
0: very short. Yeah, breakfast clubs like few hours yeah nine like hours, nine hours, hours. hours yeah right? yeah nine hours and Seven ferris candles B- one day ferris dealers one
1: day yeah yeah so so it's it's interesting because you're just getting like a snapshot of their lives mm-hmm. so it's obviously a friday because she's in school mm-hmm. then the next day her sister's getting married yeah so it's i i found that to be to be interesting because you get to know like farmer ted yep. you get to know his friends mm-hmm. you get to know um Jake Ryan, Jake Ryan, man, yeah, a hunky, hunky man, yeah. Uh, Matt Dillon stunt double. Yo, that's what I was like, yo, <laughs> so funny. I
0: was like, yo, this dude looks like a knockoff Matt Dillon. He does, that's yes. What I was thinking when I was he
1: does, up. yeah. I was like, and I love Matt Dillon. And, and look, at the time, that's not bad. That's Think not, about it, like '84 no, was the man back then. Yeah, before. yeah.
0: Honestly, I love Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon, even in the '90s, I liked him. Like, I loved Wild Things and something about Mary and stuff. That he was thing. in Asteroid City. Oh yeah, he is an actor. He's the mechanic. He's the mechanic. Yes. yes, because I actually got really excited when I was watching. I was like, "Oh, it's Matt Dillon!" Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "My man!" Yeah, I love Matt. A little quick aside, great <laughs> Gus Van Sant movie, Matt Dillon. It's called The Drugstore
1: Cowboy. Oh, that I saw that a long time ago. So good. Yeah, um, Gus Van Sant was a great director. Great director. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was like,
0: you know, Great film. Anywho, if you guys never seen that, <laughs> seek that one out. It's pretty good.
1: Who, who co-stars in that with him?
0: Heather Graham's in it. Heather Graham, um, wow. Heather Graham. Yeah, but it would have been, because it would have been right after License to Drive. Girlfriend. I can't remember who plays his girlfriend in it. I cannot remember who plays his girlfriend
1: in well, it. I can pull it up on the phone. Well, here, we can maybe. Anywho, yeah, you I, pull it up. So Now, yeah, 16 Candles, one thing I find interesting about this film is the rating
0: system because that was 16 Candles came out before they established the PG-13. And
1: Kelly was, Lynch, I'm sorry. Kelly Lynch. Yes, she was in a lot of movies yeah, around that like, time.
0: She was, yeah, she was a lot of stuff back Yeah, then. yeah. But if you watch 16 Candles, if this came out today, it would be a hard R-rated film.
1: <laughs> it would be, it but would be. You see nudity, Yes. the F-bombs, all yeah. kinds of stuff. Oh and, and a lot of people complain about... Uh, it's like racist because of Long Duck Dong.
0: Yo, so as I'm yes. watching it. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> so I'm watching it and I'm like, yo, Long Duck Dong. I'm like, I know so many people watch this now and they probably get very offended by this character. But I'm like, Long Duck Dong was cool.
1: And and the thing is, you have to realize like in the early 80s, and I think they actually show it in the film. But you have to, uh, I think, understand the subtext. It's like... The grandparents who adopted him, or yeah, or are sponsoring him, or whatever. Or, yeah, whatever. It's that weird, like white savior complex. complex. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you know they they feel like they're doing something good for mm-hmm. someone who I, I hate to say it, is less, less fortunate because I mean, because they that's weren't the, born in America, yeah, right? That's, that's the word, really. So so I I don't think it's necessarily like a racist portrayal of that character. I think it's almost like how they viewed him. Mm -hmm. So he played it up.
0: He played it up. Yeah. And you got to think about it. It's the mid eighties. We didn't have (laughs) the diversity we have now.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, our idea of, and I wasn't even alive then, but I mean, even for me growing up in the nineties, I didn't grow up around a lot of Asian people. So everything i knew about asian culture was from movies yeah 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 that's everything i knew so it's like of course now i'm a little older i've met asian people made asian friends and they're just like anyone else but i mean for the time this is probably what he thought yes yes like i don't know if we can really fault him for that and it's not like he had the Asian stereotypes in it, but it's not like he was negatively portrayed.
1: No, no, because he was having a good time. Yeah, he, had a blast. he was. He had to go to the dance uh, yeah, he was hooking up with that weightlifting yeah, chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because see, here's the crazy thing: like before this film came out, there was there was a book in 1980 called the uh, the official preppy handbook. Okay, never heard of it. Which was written? Uh, Felicia has a copy of it. Is it good? It it's good. It's sort of like a parody of like preppy culture. culture. Yeah. <laughs> so so then they did come out with the yuppie handbook. Yeah. Because that was probably hilarious. Because the yuppies would be, because uh, see, I there are like you can go online and like see these and like borrow borrow them and like actually read them online. Oh wow. Yeah. And then there's one the I hate preppies handbook, which came out <laughs> as an answer to the preppy, the official preppy handbook. So, like, you have, you know, obviously we all know what preppies are, if if only because of Zach Morris on Saved by the Bell. Zach Morris was, like, the yeah. preppy. Yeah. His name was preppy. Yeah, like, because that's what Slater preppy. would always call him. Yeah. It's like, okay, preppy. preppy. So then, like, the yuppies would be, like, the parents of the preppies. Mm-hmm. The young professionals, like, 25 to 45. Mm-hmm. So that would be the parents. A lot of their kids would be preppies, but then the I Hate Preppies handbook goes over... Greasers, jocks Ducks. nerds and freaks
0: yeah freaks which would be like a modern day goth problem
1: yeah, yeah or or uh Ali Sheedy in the breakfast club yeah essentially yeah yeah, yeah.
0: like yeah because like now like now she would be considered just like a like a A goth or alternative. Or emo. Emo. Emo,
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because goth became emo with like My Chemical Romance and and stuff. My Chemical
0: Romance pretty much. Yeah. The era of music kind of shifted goth to
1: emo. Yeah. All those bands that used and people like Yes, yeah. Dashboard Confessional. I love
0: Dashboard. I love
1: My Chemical Romance. Is that why your hair is everywhere? Screaming infidelity? Is that why? (laughs) <laughs> That's exactly right. Hey, they made the Spider-Man theme. Yeah, man. they that did from good. Vindicated. Yeah, Vindicated. Yeah Spider-Man, awesome. two, right? yeah, Spider-Man Two, right? Spider-Man Two. Yeah, man.
0: Which, you know, could possibly probably the best live-action Spider-Man. Hey, it might be
1: Two Point One is slightly longer and a better film. A couple deleted scenes in there. Never watched. It. Yeah, Spider-Man Two Point One. I don't have to watch that. I mean, yeah. But yeah. But and anyway, anyway, I'm sorry. So yes. so so those books kind of set up. I think the context for his films in the the wider culture of the early '80s. Yeah. So then people understood like who Farmer Ted was. They understood who um, Samantha was, yeah, Sam, Sam, and and who her parents were, and they understood like um, what, what do they call the guy her sister's marrying? Some kind of bohunk. I forget. What did they call? Him? But but it's got to be. He's kind of like a. I hate to say like a Guido type he of is person. Like a, you, you you know what I mean? Like that's sort of what he is. Like a stereotype of he is. yeah. So but I think
0: that's one of the beauties of that film is that everyone, everyone is almost a stereotype. Stereo. Yeah, all yeah. Of them. Every character, the Asian characters, the preppy characters, like yeah. the Guido type character. Everyone the and um Jake Ryan, he's yeah. The, 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 well, he appeared to be, you know, a stereotypical jockey, high athlete guy. Yeah, who was actually quite different.
1: Yeah, and I think it's actually his film in the end. It is his film because in his the character end. arc is is the best one because I think so. he actually takes the turn. He does and learns something and becomes something else. I
0: think him and um,
1: Farmer Andy, Ted, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, Michael
0: Hall's character. I think they were the best. Yeah, arcs. Far- Farmer Ted. Yeah, I think yeah, I think they were the best. Yeah, I think they were the best arcs in the care in the movie yeah yeah and especially when they start hanging out
1: right? yes and yeah they, yeah and you know and they actually and it's and like it's what like, yeah,
0: take my dad's car and yeah like, i'd be like bro i'm not driving so, your dad's
1: car so, so the other elephant in the room for this film besides uh long duck dong is people talk about like the uh illusion illusion or insinuation of date rape but but <laughs> if you watch the film i never thought of it like that. now if you watch the film though um, the girl, I forget her name, it's like Jake's now ex-girlfriend yeah, is with Farmer Ted, Anthony Michael Hall's character, and he's trying to drive her home, and she's coming on to him hard. Yeah, she was, I was like, oh, she laid it
0: down.
1: And she gives him a pill, right? And and she's like, now we're both on the pill. And he like spits it out. He's like, do you know what, what the pill could do to a guy my age? Oh, yeah. And she's like, do you know what it does for a girl my age? It means I can do anything. Which means uh if anything happened she was more than willing for anything to happen yeah, with him like, i'm
0: down she bro she yeah. was down from the rip i mean yeah knew what it was he's driving her she's singing all in the car yeah she's all drunk yeah stuff. she's having fun with him bro yeah and like and, and it's funny because the movie makes her out like when they introduce her when she's in the shower and stuff yeah she, um Molly Ringwald and her friend—they're watching her, and they're like, "Oh, she's just so perfect and sweet, and this." Then she is nothing, nothing like, like that. No, that she
1: trashes cool. Jake's house yeah. and invites everybody over. Oh,
0: yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah, she was insane. Yeah, I was like. I was like, you know, but I will say, when I was in high school, she would have been my idea. <laughs> she would have been my idea of a good time. Me and her would have had a great night together.
1: I, <laughs> I, I guess that's what the film is about, though, like getting to know people for who they are, who they are. instead yes. of what you think or their appearances. Because even yeah. um,
0: everyone was far more than what they appeared yeah. on the surface.
1: Because even I, I keep calling him Farmer Ted because he said that was his nickname. But yeah. Anthony Michael Hall's character, the geek, as as it is in yeah. the uh, credits, like. He is one of the best characters because he actually, he's trying to help Jake. Yes, he is. He's trying to help um, Sam because she helped him, she with, helped the underwear. him with the underwear. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and and he's trying to help get his girlfriend back home even though he doesn't have a license, doesn't bro, know how to drive.
0: You know how to drive. He's like, yeah. oh, I trust you. I'm like, bro, I'm not Yeah, like what? Probably
1: $40,000 car. And that was a Rolls Royce. Rolls yeah. yeah. Even like, back then, a
0: Rolls Royce was probably like, 70k yeah crazy and he let him take it
1: yeah it's like and the and the house is trash who cleans up the house what happens when his parents get home No,
0: maybe he got the maid on speed
1: down oh that's true they probably do have a maid yeah i didn't think about that you
0: know he probably called the maid. like hey i'm gonna need you to slide in i'll slide you a little something yeah because it's like it is crazy because i do think that is the real beauty of that film it's like everyone is far more than what they appear. Because I think we've all, me especially, I know when I was coming up in school, like I was popular among the people in my grade. But when I looked at the uh, upperclassmen, you know, I would look at them. I really would look at them like, man, dude, he's got it all. She's got it all. Yeah. They, you know, they probably don't do this or do that. And then, you know, I started to get to know some of these people. I'm like, bro, they're just like me. Yeah. Like, they're not that different. They, they like goofy stuff, too. And they like sitting back eating pizza on a Friday night. Yeah, know? yeah. You know, they like watching stupid films, too. You know, they're not... It's it's funny when you really do get to break down someone. Like, I'll give you another good example. So when I was a senior in high school, I ended up dating one of the more pretty popular girls in school, I did. And all my boys were like, Dom, there is no way you can pull her, you know, it's a facade, it's fake, it's not real, it's not gonna happen, never. And I never intended it to happen, I didn't try. We had a class together and for whatever reason, she was like, do want you to be my partner. And I was like, okay, I didn't even really know her that well. I knew she was. Everyone knew she was. She was
1: popular and she was hot. Wait, was she redhead?
0: She wasn't. Okay, just dark checking. Hair, dark hair, olive skin.
1: But oh, wow. Dang, freaking gorgeous.
0: She was hot, man. And it was crazy, bro. When I was dating her, so many guys went, bro, how? How do you it?" They're like, I'm like, bro, I didn't. The key was I really didn't try. Okay. And... I think she looked. I think it's actually similar to a lot of tropes you see in movies where the popular pretty girl goes for the lesser guy after dealing with jerks and people like that. But little does she find out, you know, I'm not that much different. Yeah, but I'm are, not, are you not
1: the not lesser not guy? That's a question. That's yeah, dumb yeah, dumb. yeah. But like in her eyes. In her eyes. Yes, you know, yes. Comes, oh,
0: you know, he's just, he's just dumb. You know? Yeah, she yeah. You
1: know me. Yeah. <laughs> like, but
0: so it was like. Everyone's looking at her like a unicorn. And, you know, okay. my friends, I had the class I had with her. was right before lunch. So me and her, my boys would all come meet me before lunch because we, you know, Coatesville, we'd freaking hop in the whip and go to McDonald's every day. Oh, yeah, and yeah. We, we didn't do the casting. Yeah, it was right down the road. Right up the road. Yeah, right yeah. Right there. Yeah. So we would hop in the whip and go up there. We'd sneak out. And they'd see me coming out of class with her, talking and stuff what the hell is going on here and you know i leave her and let her go to her friends and then you know every day they're like oh dom you know you think you, it ain't gonna happen she just being nice to you she don't give you the time of day and i'm like gentlemen i'm not even trying I'm not trying and dude i think me not putting like everyone's so oh i want you i just treated her like a regular ass person yeah I and I that's what her, and i realized yo she was cool, you know. She like she liked emo music and stuff. No one yeah. ever knew that, you know. Yeah, she liked watching weird, like she she loved movies like Nightmare Before Christmas, like Ted Burton stuff. weird yeah, yeah. stuff stuff that the edgier kids like. Yeah, and no one knew this stuff about her. I was like, gosh, she's actually pretty cool. And they're like, yeah, whatever. We know what you're thinking. So,
1: about. so basically, you got to know her on more than just a superficial level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's
0: and that's what I was like, yo, my like, we became friends, and like. After a while she I guess she just had to have me. <laughs> she pretty much was like, Dom I like you, what's good? We should totally like you. Yeah. I was like, Yeah she's like, Yeah and then yeah, <laughs> it was like, and no one could believe it. All my wow. friends were like, "I just can't believe it." And then you know, we got close, and eventually, I was bringing her to McDonald's with us. And wow! Like, and then next thing you know, she's at my crib after school when the homies are over. Yeah, and they're like, "Cause she's," ha-, and then they got to know her. And they're like, "Bro, she's she's really cool." Yeah, and I'm like, guys, people are far more than they appear. You know, yeah, far more than they appear. So you just have to give them the chance. Got to give them the chance. And yeah, like, just like in that film. Anthony Michael Hall was terrified of Jake. Yeah, he,
1: he, yeah, he, yeah, you, you could, could tell in the beginning. Yo,
0: he was ter- he, yeah. he thought he was going to kick his ass all the time. He yeah. was just like, oh, man, he's going to... He was like, bro, we're cool. He was a nice guy. Jake was a regular dude. Yeah. He's like, I was just cursed with these good looks. Yeah. And, you know, and my yeah. family has money, so it is what it is. But after he got to know them that night, You know he didn't look at him the same. He's like, yeah. That's now it's like if I see you in the hall, I can say what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of the major themes of the Breakfast Club. Yeah.
1: And and you're right because that that would have been a major like paradigm shift at that time, and probably even still now in high school. I don't know because I'm obviously old and decrepit. But the uh, high
0: school is different even from when
1: I was there. Yeah, yeah, because it's like the game
0: has totally changed.
1: Because that would have given Ted then, like, I'll say, like, street cred. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's
0: like, bro, you're cool with Jake. Yeah. You're cool with a lot of people by default now. Yeah, yeah. You you got a lot of new, you know, side friends. Yeah, yeah. People will look out for you now. Yes, yes. If you see somebody giving you a wedgie, we'll probably stop it. Yeah, yeah. Because
1: his. His real estate went up in value. He then definitely did. Yeah. And I
0: mean, and dude, he banged one of the
1: hottest girls yes, in the school. He bro. You <laughs> might not remember it. Yeah. But it happened. And then he put on his headgear. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> which is the weirdest because I was talking with yeah, Felicia about it. I was baby. like, I was like, you know, he was really prepared to not go home that night because he had his headgear. Yep.
0: He really was. He yeah. Was like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it is. You know. Now we're going through it and breaking down some of his themes i think it actually is probably a little better than i was even thinking just because it's like i think everyone goes through that in life even as adults we go through that oh yeah it doesn't end someone for the first time and you get this surface level idea of them and who they might be as a person and you know you might feel intimidated or you might think lesser of them or whatever then you start getting to know them and you're like
1: we're two peas in a pod. Well, dude, that's how you and I kind of met. Yeah, yeah. I, I found out you were a nerd, which isn't an insult. Yeah, no, I, bro. I yeah, yeah. Wholeheartedly. And, and I was like, oh my God, this dude's a nerd. And then we just started watching movies and talking and realized we actually have more in common than not. Yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah. A
0: lot more in common than most, yeah. pe- if most people just... Took a look at us both. Yeah. They're probably like these two guys have nothing to do. Polar with it. opposites. Polar opposites. Yeah. Which would be further from the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like we're quite yeah.
1: similar.
0: Which is yeah, and it's life is like that. Yeah. And, and I think the film just shows us that no matter what we're taught, no matter how many people we meet, first impressions, preconceived notions are always gonna be there. Yeah. You're always gonna have some kind of idea in your head no matter what you can't yeah. turn it off it's natural yeah it's, it's human yeah prejudice
1: it might actually be ingrained and not necessarily the type of prejudice yeah, people think of negative yeah negative negative. Yeah, yeah, negative. yeah yeah it's
0: like prejudice is not necessarily have to be a negative thing it's just like, you're
1: different yeah and you look at like long duck dong you're gonna assume he's good at math yeah, yeah. You, you know what i mean I like think, that kind yeah, of prejudice yeah
0: and, and especially the way they portray his character yeah you know He's portrayed like the stereotypical Asian, I guess. So, yeah. of course, they'd be like, yeah, he's probably really
1: good at math. And I, I guess that's, that's what that's what made him... Uh, I guess that's what made it so funny, him going against the stereotype mm-hmm. in the yeah. film.
0: Yeah, and I think, and I, you know, now that we think about it, maybe John Hughes was on to something yeah. back then, even before all that. Because, I mean, if you look at his films... He doesn't really have many ethnic characters in
1: them. No, not at all. It's usually yeah an indictment of white middle class culture. White
0: middle class culture, which is fine because it's quite. I think I wasn't alive when most of these films came out, but I feel like based on things I've heard and just from you know basic observation, it seems quite accurate. Yeah, yeah. Nobody betrays it, except in Pretty Pink, which we'll get there. Yeah,
1: we uh, were sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just had a reaction, but. But you know, he started out writing for National Lampoon the magazine. Yeah. So he started out like lampooning or satirizing. I think a lot of those, those uh, I'll say tropes. Yeah, the tropes th- to begin with, and even Vacation started out a- as a story he wrote for National Lampoon. Mm-hmm. So did Christmas Vacation. Yeah, so, did so, Christmas. so it's like you know, he he took what he what he knew, and I guess what he. Uh, I'll say what he was comfortable with, because maybe, maybe that's what it it was. It was like, like if he grew up in a like maybe like an upper middle class setting, because you know he loved Chicago he from loves his movies. Chicago, man. I'm like, so so he just kind of maybe transplanted whatever he went through to like what then would have been the modern era yeah. of like you know that's, new, that's new exactly wave I, and That is exactly how yeah, I looked at. I yeah, like, yeah.
0: These clearly got to be reflections of him growing up, just based on modern times and when he was writing this stuff. Yes. But it's what's with Chicago? So many 80s teen movies. To, like, Risky Business takes place in Chicago, ah. too. Like, so many
1: movies. Well, you we got to think, like, big cities. You have, like, New York, Chicago, and L.A., and that's pretty much, you know, from east to west coast. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not really... It, those are the big American cities when you think about it. Yeah. So, it's probably... It could be just as simple as, like, tax breaks to film there. Yeah, it's probably cheaper. Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, Chicago is a great, great city, you know. So, you know, I was born out in that area. So, like, I love Chicago as a city. So, it don't bother me none. It's just yeah.
1: interesting. Yeah. Because it's freaking
0: cold. <laughs> like, yeah, it's windy, yeah, I it's hear. It's windy. It's cold. <laughs> like, summertime in Chicago is great. God, them winters, man. It's brutal. Wow. But I do think 16 Candles actually is it is actually a masterpiece in its own way
1: yeah it started that
0: it, it kind of kicked that genre off uh, yeah
1: and that genre really rolled
0: all the way into like the early 2000s
1: yeah because he he combined like some of the more uh like gross out comedy of like animal house or porkies yeah, and but made it Downed like it down made it digestible. yes for everyone, yes yeah. exactly exactly
0: porkies is it's insane, Porky's. Some of the stuff in Porky's is so great. But I love Porky's. Porky's <laughs> is freaking hilarious, you know? It's Yeah. It ain't, you know, it ain't as good as some of these other films, but Porky's
1: is fun. But after Animal House, you know, people just tried to cash in oh on, oh, on that type of teenage okay. or college humor. Yeah, so, that was, I mean, it, Animal House was a huge... Because what is that, 78? Yeah, 78. Yeah, 78. 78 so, like... That really did kind of –
0: that really probably was, like, the first really popular, like, yeah. college party fun, like, kids just being kids. Yeah. And, like, going through – like, there was no grand message in it. You <laughs> no. Know? It was, no. was just fun. It was a, fun.
1: a futile and stupid gesture. You know that was yeah. the message.
0: When, when he's at the buffet and he uh, – what is does He smacked the – what is it that he smacks together and
1: shoots out? Oh, his cheeks. Because he broke. fills his cheeks. What so oh, like, was
0: it, coleslaw or something? It was either
1: coleslaw or like mashed potatoes. Yeah, he's like, I'm a zit. I'm a zit, yeah. He's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Like, that back then, I feel like that had to be one of the first movies putting stuff like that in him. Because like, yeah. the 70s films, like... Even the comedies, they, they had a lot of undertones of serious big themes back
1: in the day. Yeah, story. I mean, it was Mel Brooks and Woody Allen yeah, as far as comedy as went. As far as comedy. And Woody yeah. Allen
0: wasn't like, you know, crazy, like, <laughs> no, humor or anything no,
1: like no. If, if anything, that would have been more Mel Brooks with like Blazing, Blazing Saddles. Saddles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mel Brooks is great, you know. Um, yeah. You young Frankenstein, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> High anxiety, making fun of <laughs> Hitchcock yeah, movies. Nice. Yeah. Oh, you
0: know, freaking dead and loving it. Didn't he do that?
1: I don't know if he did, but Leslie Nielsen is in it. I'm not sure if he did it. Did he do Because that's, you know, when Leslie Nielsen got typecast as being, uh, you know, a funny guy instead of a dramatic actor. Because I know it's Dracula dead and loving it. Because it was 95. Yeah,
0: I was like, because it was pretty much like a parody of
1: Bram Stoker's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, he did do it. He did it. Oh, my God. Bro, he's a genius. Oh, my God. I didn't realize that he did. Yeah, I was like, I think he did that. (laughs) Wow, so, so Young Frankenstein isn't the only horror film that yep, he because yep, young frankenstein he, i guess is more like the the early 30s universal yes those like that's scary yeah you know, I was like, yeah those like b movies yep. now so, that's, you know, yeah
0: it's i mean i think um i think i think 16 candles it's funny though because like we're diving into this movie and we've barely discussed the lead
1: because i don't think it's really her film it's it's not her film no i think that's why the
0: face of it but like yeah honestly like what's so important about her oh she wants jake ryan cool yeah and like her main mission
1: and she's upset that her parents forgot her birthday but they're honestly busy like she doesn't give a a shit about About, her sister's wedding she don't give a damn yeah
0: 16
1: yeah what who would, who would really yeah, yeah. You wouldn't. yeah that's but still like,
0: i get both sides of them. yeah I get both sides
1: yeah and, and i think that's it she's not as relatable as like jake or ted she's not you yeah know?
0: there's yeah they're both far more relatable because yeah. everybody's been a jake in a situation everybody's been a ted in a situation there's yeah. been a time where you're looking up to somebody and there's been a time someone's looking up to you so yeah that's why i thought the best stuff in the movie was their interactions and then of course like Ted hanging out with his girlfriend and stuff. Is, oh my god! I yeah. just love at the end when he pulls up, when Jake pulls up, and he pretty much realizes they. Yeah, up, and he's, he's like, like
1: uh. and and he doesn't even care about the Rolls Royce. He it's really it's them it's together, them. Like, uh, kind of in what looks like post-coital... Uh, dude, I mean, yeah. I'd be like, I know what went on, yeah, last night, and and he would know because he was her boyfriend. Yeah, I'm like you know how yeah. she is. You know we're better than most. Yeah.
0: And, but you gotta you gotta give give the credit too because the underdog came up and yeah. you know, lost it to the popular girl, the high popular girl yeah. Because I'm like you you don't you do a lot of people don't realize but like dude a lot of times the the nerd the underdog will come up and yeah bag a chick way out of state yeah it
1: happens and man. like and that was the era of because Revenge of the Nerds came out the same year yeah I saw y- another you know yeah and so it's like like this whole Early 80s, early to mid 80s thing, you know, you have nerds being more popular mm-hmm. in pop culture because yeah. then the next year and the same year as the Breakfast Club, you also had Weird Science, Weird Science. with we Anthony Michael like, like, well, Hall,
0: which is yeah. a great film. I just that on
1: Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like he and uh, Mitchell Ian Smith as. Obviously, the quintessential nerds. The quintessential nerds. Young yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Yes, there, yes. He's
0: dressed super fly in there, bro. Yes, yeah. His gear in there is A1.
1: Yeah, because yeah. that's...
0: Who's the chick who played the, the chick they made?
1: Oh, oh Kelly bro. LeBrock. Gosh, she was Steven, hot, Steven Seagal's ex-wife. Is it? Yeah. She
0: was hot back then. Because I think man.
1: she was in Hard to Kill with him.
0: Was she in Hard... Yeah. I haven't seen Hard to Kill him.
1: Forget yeah, because early Steven Seagal films weren't bad. Yeah, were I admit decent, it. Man. Above the Law, the Hard World to Kill, Boy, yeah. all, all the ones that are like three word yeah. titles, <laughs> basically, you know, Steven or Seagal or or like syllables, because like Under Siege,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like you had to.
0: Steven Seagal, he was going hard for a while.
1: Man. Yeah, wasn't he an executive decision with Kurt Russell? Was that the one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, Kurt, man. Yeah. So like he, I don't know what happened to him. Like, probably well, mentally.
0: They, well, they say he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Man. They say he's one of the worst dudes to work with.
1: Even when he hosted SNL, they were like, he was the worst yeah, host that say we ever he's had. the
0: worst host of all ever. time. Ever. Yeah. They were like, he is by far the worst. And guy. they've had a lot he of hosts. Bad ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is by yeah. Far
1: yeah. The worst. Yeah. Screw him. But I do, you know, now that we're breaking it down, I'm like, you know,
0: 16 candles may be far more important than. To American pop culture than
1: I even realized. Yeah, I think it is. I'm like, I think it is because, like, like you said, it kind of
0: started a genre. And on top of that, I mean it it really is one of the first like kind of popular underdog films because Jake Ryan wanted Molly Ringwald.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and that in a way made him the underdog. Yeah, because if you look at like, uh, well, well, we'll look at it then, like Pretty in Pink. It's kind of the same type of story, in a way. It is definitely the same yeah, type of story. But it's framed differently, so it seems terrible. It doesn't flow as well. No, no, but no. it could be because it takes place over a longer time period. And
0: that too, but I also yeah. think, I also think the, the class structure they implemented into the film so much yeah. is what kind of
1: killed... It was heavy-handed. Me. It was very heavy-handed. Yeah, yeah. I
0: was, I was like, the main theme of that movie, it ain't young love, it ain't...
1: No, and and that's what I think makes Jake different. Because you look at his girlfriend, who is uh, a kind of a whore. I, I mean, I hate to say, it, and she alludes yeah. to it. She, yeah, because yeah, sure. she's like, "There's plenty of people that want this." Yep. She even tells Jake at one point, and Jake is like, "Don't you believe in just yeah, loving yeah, one person?" She,
0: she was like, "Yeah, this dude wants me, and that
1: dude." Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah, and, and, Jake, and Jake's just... like, "What about love of just one person?" And it's weird to hear that from a guy, a, guy, a at 17, that point.
0: eighteen year old guy yeah. who was handsome, popular, yeah. Could get who could have had anybody there, any like he pool. didn't he, want that. He didn't want none of that. Yeah. But, which I think it it was cool too, because back then, you know, macho men were starting to come in, you know, yeah. big tough guy. Being a tough guy was really like kind of in back then. 'Cause you know you had guys like Arnold getting real popular, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah,
1: because uh First Blood was around that yeah, time, and that had been out for a year there, or two, um, and Conan Conan was yeah, yeah, Conan was around that time. Yeah, and Terminator, Terminator would have been that same after, year.
0: Yeah, it was right after so, Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I think Terminator was a year after. So like yeah, yeah. You had these these big masculine macho men like working out was starting to get really big <laughs> yes. back then. Muscle beach and like yes, just yeah. being a man's man was big and Jake Ryan showed us a nice sensitive guy but he still wasn't a punk he wasn't a loser he was yeah like, you can be cool and still have emotions and be a sensitive man you don't have to be a macho guy you can it's okay to want to be with one girl yeah you
1: know? but i think he had to go through the the roller coaster of popularity, popularity. in order to realize that's not what he wanted yep and that it, it's finite yep. because high school ends. High school ends. Yeah, a short and time. and what are you after that? Yep. You know, I guess that's and that's kind of the beauty of these films. Unlike Pretty in Pink, because you're you're in their lives for like let's say twenty four hours in Sixteen Candles, and then you're out. You're out. So you don't yeah, know what it's happens like after. What happens? Yo, you're yeah. like wondering, like yeah. Wondering, yeah. Whereas Pretty in Pink, it's like weeks or months, and you're like. I really don't care what you don't happens care. now. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but you care when when you're teased. You care. So, like Breakfast Club, it's like nine hours. So you care. You're like, well, what is going to happen Monday? Because they, yeah, they 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 even care. talk it's about like, it. Man, I kind of wish he would. Yeah,
0: been just a like a comic strip. Of yeah, short. yeah. You, know, so, you got to tell us everything. And
1: but just the only one of these characters in any of these films that actually plans for the future is Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller, because he actually talks about it when um, when Cameron is like you know, catatonic and they're by the pool and he's talking to the audience because he obviously breaks the fourth wall a lot. lot. And he's, he's saying, he's like, you know what? We, we graduate in a few months. We'll both work our jobs over the summer and then we're both going to separate colleges and that's it. Like he actually at least has a plan like for college and beyond like Ferris Bueller is the only one. And because of that, I'll talk more when we get to that, but it's, it's weird to like, Cause you want to know what happens to like Ted and Definitely and Jake and happens. and even Sam like after yeah. as I knock over everything because I'm getting excited, like you want to know what happens because it ends with Jake and Sam kissing like mm-hmm. do they make it? Yes. Do they not?
0: Do they not? And yeah. Like. Because, and, and of course, like, Pretty and Pink has a real similar ending to that. Yeah. But you just don't. Care. It wasn't supposed to. It she was, was supposed to end up with Ducky. She was supposed to end up with Ducky. Yes. Boy, there, and, there was and I was pissed version. off. Yeah, there's
1: another version. She ended like, up with uh, Steph. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ducky ended up with Steph. Because you saw him wrestling around <laughs> yeah, on yeah. the floor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think there was a version where they were saying, like, she ends up alone.
1: Oh, really? Which,
0: honestly, probably would have been better.
1: I think um, so, because it was disappointing. It
0: was. And I'm like, and Ducky's simping over... We'll get to pretty much. Yeah, good. yeah, That's sorry, sorry. We'll get there. Okay, so... And we're probably going to have the most to say about that one. So,
1: so what would you rate 16 candles now that we've been talking about it? So
0: on an on a, a to F scale...
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going to give 16 candles... I'm going to give it a B+. Because um, I, I did... I enjoyed it more this time than any time I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, it. And me I think too. It's because I'm older and now I've went through high school and college and I've seen clicks and stuff. Because clicks were still big when I was in school. Yeah, I feel like clicks now are like. I guess schools still have clicks. They're just not the same. The yeah, theater, yeah, I like, yeah. I feel like it's not the nerd jock preppy. You know more. I feel yeah. Like yeah, we're, I'm not going to discuss what, what the clicks are now because I just don't even want to get into the politics of the world. Like yeah, yeah, there's family. probably too many letters involved. Too many- <laughs> yeah, it's an alphabet <laughs> soup now. It's yeah, an alphabet it's soup. Lot it's lot alphabets. Of it is alphabet. So, a lot of everything going on. Yeah. Now, so, I'm not even going to get into
1: that. But you know, I I would agree because I would have said like an A minus, which is also a B plus, basically. Yeah, yeah, pretty- but I I was looking at it differently too because I'd seen it years ago and I didn't like it. Mm, yeah, I but thought
0: it was okay I'm, the first time. So. But I
1: was looking at it like based on like his direction, I think it's the first film he directed. Mm-hmm. You know, the editing, the acting, and the story, and I think you know, obviously his films that take place over one or two days, it's great for the costume department. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, cuz like, well, very little costume changes. Yes, yeah, that's cool. it. But I and I think that's why because it's like condensed it's succinct and the pacing is better
0: pacing is really well yeah 16 candles i think out of all four of the movies i think 16 candles probably paces the best yes so, yeah
1: because because even ferris bueller there's some there, editing yeah
0: there's some there's some Some interesting editing in yeah bueller. i do think the editing was pretty slick in breakfast
1: club oh the breakfast club is i think more kinetic because it has to be because it's a shorter period shorter of time, period of time yeah
0: like, it, it really does feel like they shot him one day,
1: probably. Yeah, it, it like, does. It I feels mean, like, it, yeah. Really,
0: they they get we'll get.
1: Well, well, so well. well is what's up next? Yeah, it is yeah, next. Right, so let's we'll go next. ahead.
0: So, so your final score, B plus. Yeah, yeah, I I agree, B+, plus. Yeah, across the board. Yeah, I mean, cool. I think that's doable. Um, I think it's John. Hughes, John Hughes is clearly a good writer, not even yes. just with comedies or kids films or teenage films. Yeah, because I, mean, I think. My favorite screenplay of his is still The Great Outdoors. But um you yeah, know that-
1: God, he wrote that. I didn't even realize. Yeah, what about Planes, Trains and Automobiles? Yeah, he wrote and yeah, yeah. So
0: that's why he didn't direct The Great
1: Outdoors. Oh, because he was because doing he planes? Was, he was directing planes. True. Yeah. He really went to work with Steve Martin. I mean, look, he wrote right. Home Alone. He wrote Home Alone. A classic, alone. Yeah. you know? Chris Uncle Chris Buck. Yeah, Chris Columbus. Yeah, Uncle, who, Uncle Buck. Yeah, Chris Columbus, who also directed Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah, another another great 80s. I love Adventures in Babysitting.
0: Yeah, it's so good. And you got yeah. the chick from The Boys is in it.
1: Oh, oh Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, yeah.
0: The, the the
1: chick who runs everything. Yeah, right? but also from Karate Kid.
0: Oh, yeah, she's, she's the yeah, love yeah, she yeah, Yes, so in Yes, in the first yeah. Karate Kid. And then, yeah, because he gets beat up from her ex-boyfriend. On
1: the yeah, beach. yeah. God, that
0: movie's great. That's a good That that is a, that is a
1: great <laughs> one. <laughs> a good, but it, I think it's a different genre, it's though, because it's, genre. it's, it's a almost sport. like sports. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like a sports drama. Because it's all about the All-Valley yeah. Karate Championship yeah, with bad. all white kids doing karate. <laughs> so it's like the weirdest, craziest, monochromatic... So good, yeah, I don't it know is. Why. It's great. It it's is, great. It
0: shouldn't be that. Honestly, Mr. Miyagi is really what
1: makes. Oh my God, Pat Morita. You know, yeah, he's amazing. Yes, you,
0: he you know they wanted Toshiro Mifune to play him.
1: Yes, but
0: he couldn't speak enough English.
1: And you know what? He would have been incredible. Because Pat Morita, I think before The Karate Kid was more of a comedian, comedy guy. Because he was Arnold in Happy Days. Yeah, like he owned the yeah. the diner at first before before al and fonzie bought it That's like great. i'm i'm a big happy days nerd i'm happy sorry yeah like the ron howard. ron howard
0: man, Cunningham. yeah <laughs> man. so
1: so yeah pat Morita, and i think he was in early episodes of of mash because he could was be because they needed you know asian actors. looking actors yeah yeah, yeah. yeah makes sense. so so yeah he was more comedy and then the uh Karate Kid came along, and it's more serious. It is.
0: That's a big Yeah. He's very serious
1: now. Yeah. Son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And look, he made a career then out of really Karate good, Kid stuff.
0: Did. I'm like, bro, people are still quoting that film. Yeah. Him from it, man. Yeah. And I'm like, shoot, anytime I meet someone named Daniel, I'll call
1: yeah, him yeah. his son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's I have, uh, you know, people at my work love, love it when it's on TV because they'll just... uh
0: that's one. That's a movie yeah. that's on. You'll just let it
1: rock. Yeah, that's yeah. You want, and no matter what point it's yeah, at, any point. It, he could be doing the thing to, to heal his leg, yeah. and you're like, "Well, I gotta watch I it gotta now. Watch it, man. I gotta watch the crane kick." Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all there, there's left. But you like, I still have to watch it.
0: You gotta watch it. It's
1: crazy. Yeah. Man. He's oh man. Yeah. He's all effed up. Dope. Put he's him in a body bag. <laughs> Sweep the leg. I, I still gotta watch Cobra Kai. Is you do. Good? Dude, Cobra Kai. It's great. Cobra Kai, believe it or not, is uh, just just really quick. It starts off like you know almost forty years later, but it's like Johnny's story, or it starts out as Johnny's story. So it's what happened to Johnny after the beginning of like Karate Kid Part Two. two? Okay. Yeah, because I I think you kind of lose track of him for the rest of two. He's not in three. Mm-hmm. The next Karate Kid isn't even Daniel. It's not even Daniel. So. Or girl Hillary. So it's like, what happens to Johnny Lawrence, who would have been like the, the cool, popular, rich kid? You you know what I mean? Yeah, which was pretty cool. It is really cool because he. This can't be a spoiler because you know they're on season six should be out soon. And so in the first season, it's basically he becomes sort of uh, Mr. Miyagi to a kid who's getting bullied in school. So he brings Cobra Kai back in order to help this kid and it's a
0: little more positive
1: this time it it is he tries to make it more positive because because it it does but it's not really because of him okay and it's like he has really good intentions he's trying to help this kid and help other like nerds and outcasts learn how to defend themselves and and you you watch it and you're like i effing love johnny lawrence now dude it's it's his redemption story (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's 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 johnny's redemption story because look he was a dick in back to school he was a dick in european vacation he he was was like he was like the quintessential 80s dick and and this is like his chance to like redeem himself and i'll tell you what william zabka dude he is so good in it and because he's like stuck in the 80s he's kind of like uncle rico in napoleon Napoleon dynamite yeah because he's still he's driving like the same type of car yeah. that he was driving in like 84 still listening to like 80s, 80s tunes season. it's still you know and and he's kind of stuck but this kid and these other kids kind of help him get out of this funk that he's yeah, been in for bring, almost 40 bring years him into the world yeah like and it's incredible I like, man i got to watch it now you to watch it if only like the first season but if you watch the first season you'll be like probably, now i got to watch yeah, the every, second everyone's like dude yeah. you wanna watch all of it it's cheesy but it's intentionally cheesy and it's nostalgic and it gets you hooked because if you love the karate kid and stuff you'll be like well i gotta see what happens because in the first season daniel finds out cobra kai is back and he's not having it
0: yeah because he comes
1: back yeah and and, and that's where the conflict comes in because daniel is more like the asshole than than johnny wow and and that's where like the conflict comes in because he's trying to stop johnny from doing something good for these kids that are more like Daniel was in the first one. Uh And Uh Daniel can't see it because he's blinded by what he thinks Cobra Kai Kai is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, they were
0: terrible.
1: Yeah, they were because of John Kreese. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, but, you know, Johnny is like, well, this is my chance to do something and to be something more. And it's incredible. I got a lot of shit. And look, Ed Asner plays Johnny's stepdad. Ed Asner, dude, I mean, he's gone now, R.I.P., you know, but... He was in his 90s still working. Which is crazy. Yeah, so, and Ed is one of the best, you know, he's just a really great character actor. Even just Lou Grant from the Mary Tyler Moore show. That solidified him as being incredible. Yeah. Cobra Kai. Yeah, Cobra Kai. And, you know, they're only 20-some minute episodes. Oh, they are? Oh, yeah, that, yeah. I'm thinking they're, so, you know, all you know shows are now. Yeah, episodes and no, are mini yeah. No. So it's kind of like... It's more like a sitcom than it is a drama. Okay, that bad. Yeah, yeah. So. Sorry, guys. Sorry about sorry, that. Sorry, yeah,
0: yeah. Get a little bit of Karate Kid in. Yeah. Look, if you're watching this, you probably like Karate Kid too. <laughs> yeah, you so, would have to. You know, yeah, come on. Yeah.
1: Man. So the breakfast. The Breakfast Club. Club yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that song, man. That yeah. song still comes on. All the time. You mean the Simple
1: Minds song? Don't you forget about yeah. me? Okay, Re- on all the time. really, really quick. I have loved the band Simple Minds for decades, and I hate that song. I bet you do. Because that is the only song they they, they ever do. did that they didn't write. They didn't write that. No, they have like sure. thirty albums. Because they're really huge. They're a Scottish band. You know? They're they're huge overseas, and they have so many great songs, so many great albums. Even before that. And nobody effing knows because yeah, just because that, yeah, that one song, Billy Idol was supposed to do that song. He turned it down, I bet and he's and, that. and they went to Simple Minds and they did it. It became huge. Billy Idol covers the song.
0: Yep. He's
1: like, I, I, I swear that's not a lie I'm like dude <laughs> what the hell they wanted you to begin with he was
0: like well I didn't know what, what was on my hand yeah you know, a lot of times but look, like that uh, Will Smith turned down the Matrix
1: wow yeah you're right yeah, so. and, and really quick with The Breakfast Club it actually has a great 80s soundtrack. Oh, it does. It's amazing. Dude, Wang Chung, that song that oh, plays wow. when they're like running through the halls trying to avoid the principal, that's Wang Chung, yeah. man. Yeah. The guys who did like dance hall days and Everybody have, Everybody have Fun Tonight. And they did the entire soundtrack to another great 80s film, To Live and Die in LA. I've never seen yeah. that. I heard dude, it's great. Yeah, it is. It's a great cop movie. I've never seen I've been the, wanting to see that for a while. Dude, Wang Chung is an underrated 80s band, but that song from um from The Breakfast Club is probably one of their best tunes. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows. Everybody has fun tonight, everybody oh, yeah, knows everybody knows that. Knows in it. the extended version, it's great. One of the background singers at one point, because you don't hear it on the radio because they never play the extended version, yeah, right. there's one of the background singers, he's like, can someone tell me what a Wang Chung is? <laughs> he says it in the in the song. And and it's only in the, the extended album cut. So if you get a chance to, to listen to it, it's incredible because you're like, even the background singers are like, what the hell is a Wang Chung? It, it's a musical note, apparently, oh, is actually what it is, okay. but but even someone who knows music had no clue what the hell Wang Chung is. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, Still a great band. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, Amazing. Soundtrack. Yeah.
0: I was watching the... No, yeah. I was, like, bro, I was like, I was bopping along. I was like, oh, yeah. the soundtrack is
1: lit. And even, even the the instrumental songs are really good.
0: It's just... It was... if. That movie is literally drops you right into the mid 80s. Yeah. Right into it. Just like how Clueless drops you right into the mid Oh my God, yes, Clueless. I mean, Clueless will drop yeah. you right into the mid 90s. Feel like you're in a time machine. Yeah. The Breakfast Club will definitely do that. So, The Breakfast Club.
1: Five kids in detention. Yep,
0: five kids in detention. Yeah. All from different archetypes of high school cliques. Yeah. This film is very high school political. It's a very yeah. much about the politics of high school. It high is, you're right. Conversation. That's pretty much what the whole third act in the conversations are yeah. talking about is. It's literally about them talking about the politics of high school. Yeah, man. I mean, And it's very similar to the politics in the real world.
1: It is, because you have the princess, you have the athlete, yep. you have the brain, the brain, the outcast, and the, outcast, and the criminal. And the rebel. rebel, yeah. Yeah, the, the criminal. criminal. Yeah, that, well, well, yeah. They call him he, a criminal. They, he they him a criminal. He or he calls himself a criminal. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, he is a criminal. I mean, yeah. he a knife. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> he he did. And he, and he had... Maharaja in his in his his locker. Yeah, in his locker a lot too. I was like, yeah.
0: Hey, he was smart. He had like seven bags. Yes, he's pulling all these bags. Yeah. Um, So these kids are all—they all get Saturday detention for one reason or another, which is all revealed as the film goes on. Yeah. Um, One thing I will say about this film—it definitely is a touch after school, specially. You know, in in a, in a, a way, way, it way, it is yes. They but came, they were huge at that time. They were that was, yes. the, that was hot back then. Yeah, super hot. Like yeah. So, but the the thing I do love about the film is although it does have it does feel a little after school, especially it definitely doesn't flow with the beats. These guys are smoking drugs. Yeah, you know, they're cussing up a storm. Yeah, they,
1: and everyone hates their parents. They
0: all hate their parents. And, all and of them.
1: even in uh, Sixteen Candles, it seemed like everybody hated their parents. Like. Yeah. Like Jake Ryan had to, or he wouldn't have allowed everything to happen oh, at his yeah, house. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and you know, Sam did because they forgot her birthday. Yeah, if, nothing yeah, if nothing else. Nothing else. And know. and all the kids in the Breakfast Club hate their parents for one reason or another.
0: Yeah, one reason or another. I mean, yeah. and that's and that's the beauty of it because obviously this is a film. Looking looking at it today, it seems quite simple. But I imagine writing this movie in 1980 you know what three four five whenever he wrote it yeah i imagine it would be quite difficult to pen this script to perfection because you were living in it then yeah yeah so it's like this was all clicks like of course there's always been clicks but it really, like, it look, look at, like, the Outsiders, okay? So you had the socials and the Greasers back in the 60s. It was pretty much the only two cliques. Yeah, it yeah. It was either you were with the rich preppy kids or you weren't. There that's, was really no side-in-the-middle stuff going on.
1: That's how it is in uh, Rise of the Pink Ladies, too. Because, like, the origin of Grease, you know? Like, yeah, it's like you're either one or the other. Yeah, it's one or the other. There's no in-between. Yeah. There's no or this or that. Yeah. Now, yeah.
0: there's, like, in The Breakfast Club... You Know that's starting to explore all these other things. You're starting to branch out into different types of people, like you know, in the 80s. The 80s, we can going back to music, of course, they had a great 80s soundtrack, but the 80s also spawned a lot of good metal bands,
1: a lot yeah, more darker and heavier alternative. The bands. grunge came out of grunge. the 80s, yeah. It's, it, yeah, obviously, music has heavily influenced teens, fashion, things like that, yeah.
0: And the the one
1: chick, you know, the chick with the dandruff. Like oh yeah, yeah. Uh, is her name actually Allison? It
0: was Allison in the
1: movie. Yeah, but you know, Ali Sheedy yeah, plays, she plays her. Plays her. Yeah. So so, so I wonder if. He just was, I yeah, I yeah, so maybe she was.
0: Maybe more it.
1: like that character. Maybe he wrote it, named her Ally. because she, she was in she <laughs> <laughs> was in War Games, wasn't she? Like before that. that, yeah, Matthew Broderick and think john lithgow maybe and nah, he's great yeah anyway i'm sorry yeah this, is, this, was, this was, was this before matthew Broderick killed someone oh yeah because he, he killed he hit the people in the car right. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i don't remember. I th- it, it would have i think it was it had to be yeah because no know. one would have cared about matthew broderick before he was famous yeah Before. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Was, i mean i hate some, to say that
0: i mean true some dude hit, hit some people in the car yeah, know, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah 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 so. But yeah, I think um, the 80s was really, I think why the genre appealed, had such widespread appeal, was because a lot of people were living that at yeah. the time. And it's like, the beauty of The Breakfast Club is, everyone, no matter who watches the film, you can associate yourself with one of the five characters, or a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I was definitely a combo between, like, Emilio's character and... Ali Sheedy's character. Yeah. Because I was, you know, kind of like a weird
1: punk rock dude, but at the same time I played source I was an athlete. But were you Ali Sheedy's character before or after her makeover? <laughs> okay. That, that makeover was horrible. Yeah, that's the worst but, part of the movie. Yeah.
0: And, and, and yo, I was I was talking to my friend about this the other day, and he was like, Bro, I hate when they make her over. I'm like, yo, it's yeah, so bad. It's the worst. Like, so many people I hate like, the worst. She looks so much better before. Yeah, I'm and like, really made her look
1: weird. And the problem is she's not like part of that like the the princess the Claire group yeah, she's not in that group so, so trying to make her even look like that she looks out of place and awkward out of
0: place and awkward yeah I mean, she was super cute back in the day in that character you know I was like she's yeah adorable like I probably would have went for a chick like her back in the day if it was me
1: yeah she
0: was a little she was a little odd but she was fun she would have been someone to have fun with. definitely would have went for Claire Claire sucked
1: oh I mean, my god.
0: Uh, you know, let's go through the characters. Okay, yes. All. All right, okay. So we'll start with Claire, seeing as she's the face of the film. So you got yeah. Molly Ringwald playing Claire, who is the princess, as John Nelson called her. Yeah, uh, the 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 preppy queen. Let's the just call queen. her. Yeah. yeah. Preppy girl, bright colors. You know, she's always wearing pink. Always anyway, wearing pink. And I was like always wearing pink. She was pink in all his movies. Yes. Weird, weird. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. He loved
1: her, man. Yeah. He loved her. And, like, you know, she was one of the original girls in The Facts of Life in the first season. Is she? Yeah. And then they retooled it for the second season and made it just four main girls instead of, like, nine. Probably better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it like was.
0: focus on us. Just it in a little bit. Yeah.
1: yeah. A lot. But I think that's what she first did other than, like, maybe some stage work. Like, if she was, I think she was one of the orphans in Annie. Like back in the late seventies, she, she probably could have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well,
0: is Molly Ringwald a good actress?
1: That's a great question because she, I know lately she's like Archie's mom in Riverdale, mm-hmm. and she's she does the work of acting, but does that make her a good actress? That's a good question. It's not that great. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm not saying she's bad. She's never. You've never watched him like, oh my god, Molly get off the screen. You
1: know, no, no, but like it's that. like, but when when she's acting like, look at how like Jud Nelson as John Bender is like emoting. Yes, you know what like I mean. He, he clearly or,
0: was probably the best actor in the movie. As as he gave the best performance at
1: least. And Emilio might be a close second. Oh, I loved him. He was yeah, a character. and and it's crazy to watch them like so so to see her on screen and even anthony michael hall like i think he's a
0: good actor
1: the uh, i think brian johnson i was trying to think of his character's name is probably one of his best characters because he like and, and one of his best scenes is like when he's just writing the thing that they read at the beginning and the end yeah because then he like takes the paper he kisses it mm-hmm. punches himself on the arm because he loves what he wrote he and and it's like he's the because he's the only character who doesn't have a match yeah
0: yeah
1: and because everyone else is hooking up with someone someone else yeah that is true yeah
0: he's the in betweener yeah little bridge i just love when he's like girls can't hold they smoke
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) Well, well that's the voice he has in weird science too when he's like drunk and probably smoking too, yeah. now they I, I think sorry, about it. Yeah. yeah. am like, Yeah. Funny. I'm like, you know, yeah.
0: I, I, I liked him a lot. But so yeah. Claire, yo, Claire, a popular girl. Now, Claire is obviously and it's you know, when you deal with popularity, you're at the top of the food chain, essentially. Yeah. So Claire is looking down on everyone in here. Even Emilio's character, she don't even look at him all like as one of her, even though she does acknowledge later that they both have a certain type of friends that the others don't. I still don't even think she looked at Emilio like he was on her level of popularity.
1: Because so, he was an
0: athlete, he was a jock. Yeah, yeah he's a jock. And like, yeah. He was a jock. And yeah, he had the he had the freshest gear on with the blue Nike hoodie with the oh yeah, he, with the blue Nike tank under. He was fresh, man. I was like, oh, Emilio's like fresh, but her character, I think she was the worst out of the five. Yeah, I put it like this: she was the one I would hang out with last. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. the last one I'm hanging with. Cuz she just was so superficial and everything to her was about she fed into the politics of high school to the max. And she's essentially like, well, I don't make the rules. Well, well it benefited her. That's yeah, why. Benefited her. Yeah. You know, she was living life. She's like, "Oh, and of course, you know, um bender calls her out on it several times throughout the film and
1: yeah because he couldn't maybe that's why it takes place on a saturday in detention none of these characters it's would be able to say the, the same Monday through friday yeah, yeah yeah in school you never get the chance
0: it never it never, yeah especially in depth this way Yeah, stuck here for nine hours we gotta talk about something
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: In school, this may be a five-minute discussion in the back of class or in the hallway, you know. Yeah. It's not going to get you anywhere.
1: And even after school detention wouldn't have been as long of a period.
0: No, no. What, you know, what is that, an hour? Or
1: yeah, an hour, maybe. You know? And
0: then usually the teachers stick around for that. Yeah. You know, the principal's not all playing basketball oh.
1: and, and doing That stuff. principal, man. What <laughs> Dude, a... He's... Richard. So he is Dick. Yeah. I, yeah. I, forget, his, I forget his last name, though, because it was on his thing. On his was placard, on his, was di- Alan, was it? I I, I forget, remember. maybe it was it's, head, what was it, uh, dickhead.
0: What's his real name? Gleason. Yeah, Paul Gleason. Paul Gleason. That's right. Yeah, Paul Gleason. He's a great actor,
1: though. Yeah, he was in Die Hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: He was. He was a good actor, man. Yeah. I mean, he plays one of the most iconic characters in American film history. Yeah. yeah. Principal has been parodied tons of times. Oh yeah, He's and even played in, played him again in other stuff. And he was
1: kind of a badass too, the way that he was like going at at Bender oh, because. Yeah. Like, he...
0: You're mine for the next yeah. two months. <laughs> and, and and
1: even when he locks him in that closet, yeah, he's like, right. go ahead, swing at me. Swing at me. I dude. just need one what hit. Did,
0: what did he call him? He, calls him? he calls him a gutless turd. He does, <laughs> like, yeah. That is what he calls him, yes. <laughs> I was yeah. like, bro, that's so G. Like, what administrator says this? Yeah. I like, love it.
1: And he was ready to beat the shit out he of it. He really him. was. I'm yeah. Really, like he's, you can only he's fed how up how much
0: trouble he's put in. Yeah. You know yeah, like,
1: yeah. So it's not like this is probably the 100th time, not the first. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. He died
0: and dealt with you a million times. Yeah, yeah. Whereas most of these other kids probably a first, maybe a second offender. Yeah, you know? yeah. Especially what's his name? Brian. Yeah. This is definitely his first. His first. first time. And even Andrew the
1: athlete it was probably yeah, his probably first his first you know yeah and,
0: and, and he's or or he's probably been afforded the luxury of getting out of things because he's because a, he's an athlete yeah yeah so you get it you get a pass you get a pass hey i need you rested for friday you yeah know? yeah I, you got to make I, weight yeah make, yeah beast so yeah. part of wrestling man I, I wrestled for a few years making weight Pain, it's the worst, man. It gives you, it gives you a body complex at a young age. Wow, <laughs> man, I would, man, I would run with trash bags on, dude. I, I remember wrestlers laxatives. just like having cups; like,
1: they'd spit in just to lose to the lose extra, act, dude. I would, yeah, I
0: would take laxatives, dude. I would oh my wow. god, it was terrible, man. been wow. around before <laughs> it was terrible. I hated wrestling. I liked it. I enjoyed. It, I enjoyed but, sport, but probably but that I hated the prep. Yeah yeah, like, and it's probably so much prep, pressure I, just
1: to. It is, yeah.
0: It's a lot. But football, I love playing football. I even like practices and stuff like that just as much as the game. Yeah. But somehow wrestling, man, it, the prep for wrestling just oh I hated
1: it. So did you? Uh, did you identify more with uh, Emilio's character then because of probably what he has to go through psychologically just to? I definitely
0: identify yeah. with him in that aspect. My personality. Definitely fit Allison more. Yeah. It definitely fit her more as far as my interests and in things I was into. Um and I definitely the crowd I rolled with was probably more the rebel crowd that was oh, so more
1: like the criminal the, Yeah, I would definitely roll okay. with the
0: criminal I I wasn't doing crazy stuff. Like I never got in trouble like that. Like I only got in trouble in school and count on one hand. But I was slick. I knew I knew exactly when to pull myself out of situations. Ah, okay. Uh, but it's it's like with Claire though she's the most unrelatable out yes. of everyone. Because even like even if you were the popular person at school, you were a small minority. You know? Yeah, saying? yeah. Like everyone can't be popular. Yeah, exactly. because you know, like, then no one would be popular. No one, exactly. It's it's
1: the syndrome thing from The Incredibles. If everyone's super, then no one no is. No one is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah.
0: We're all tough. Yeah. 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 The same playing field, and that's
1: yeah. Like, that's the thing with popularity. We can't all be popular.
0: A lot of people have those desires. They want to be popular, but. It ain't going to happen for everyone. And most people can't relate to that. Your average person you're going to meet on the streets, if you ask them about their high school experience, it was either bad to average. Yeah. Where you ask a popular person, I loved high school. It's like, oh, yeah, because you were at the top of the food chain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was fun for you. You went to all the cool parties. You had the friends. People looked up to you. Teachers liked you, everything. So it's different for other people. And I think that's what makes Claire unlikable. And I yeah. do actually think Molly understood the assignment in this film yeah. probably better than any other film cuz she yeah. knew I'm not supposed to be like yeah. because I am this person that although the thing with popular kids although they're popular most people hate them to a degree yeah yeah you know? because they're popular yeah because they, kind of yeah, yeah,
1: like, because they can be
0: of you to a degree but I also admire you to a degree
1: yeah like we allow them to treat us like garbage so we we hate them but the fact that they can treat us like garbage, we're envious. We're envious, like. envious yes. yeah, yeah. It's
0: like it's a double edged sword. Yeah, yeah. People, you know,
1: it's yeah. like it's, like, it's the same thing. How you know, we look at actors, we're like, man, we love what
0: you do, but gosh darn it, man, you worked for two months and got ten million dollars. Yeah, son of a gun. And look,
1: they're I, really quick. They're on strike now. Yeah. yeah so Which is crazy. for I what? Need that to end. Yeah, may, maybe it's just to help the writers get their stuff faster.
0: Ah, uh, I need them to. I need all this to get cleared up because what we're getting lately, man, I ain't liking it.
1: Yeah, I. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I just read that today that they, that the cast of Oppenheimer walked out of the premiere because of the the strike started at the premiere. Wow. Yeah.
0: And I know Nolan's like, guys.
1: Yeah.
0: I couldn't do that to Chris.
1: Didn't you already get paid to be here? <laughs> yeah, you know, Yeah, I mean, come on. I, I, I couldn't, Promotion isn't acting. It's a part of acting. It's
0: a part of the game. Yeah. I, I couldn't do that to Nolan, man. I'd be like, yeah. If I was an actor, I'd be like, Chris, I'm with you dog. Yeah, like... like I'm what you... You put his heart... Dude, like, put his heart and soul in that. You know he
1: did. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, Any anyway, I'm sorry. Claire sucks.
0: Yeah, Claire does suck. But, I mean, she's necessary
1: and yeah because you need that dynamic to understand the other characters and how they relate to her
0: that's what i'm like claire although we could say brian's the center claire kind of is too
1: brian's more he is like the heart of it though heart yeah
0: claire's kind of the center because claire's almost like the sun everyone orbits around yeah yeah that's that's the best way i can describe it yeah yeah Because even though, like, like John Nelson's character, oh, he acts like he just can't stand her. He wants her in the worst
1: way. He does.
0: He wants that
1: girl. But but she wants him too because he's the bad boy. He's 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 the guy. Okay. Forbidden fruit. So so this is going to sound terrible, but because there's never any real minority characters in his films, does Bender kind of represent like? I, I hate to say like. The black guy that the white girl wants to date to piss her parents off. Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you geez. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, but okay. yeah, yeah. You know,
0: It's definitely, definitely, uh, it's the same thing. Yeah,
1: because so if funny. he would have had that in the film, I'm sure people would have been upset. But you can see kind of like how the old Twilight Zone show would do like racist, ra- I almost said racist, racial type of situations in the stories. But through like a science fiction lens with white people so white people won't get offended yeah even though it was like the late 50s and early 60s you could tell if you knew enough that he's like oh my god we're horribly racist you know yeah you know know,
0: that is i mean i would say it's pretty much the the modern day equivalent of that yeah yeah i'm gonna piss off daddy
1: yes yeah
0: and i mean yeah because no guy whose daughter's like that is gonna want her to bring him home. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, you exactly. This greasy, slick, long haired rebel kid with these rips in his pants. Yeah, he's wearing flannel, yeah, ripped flannel. He's smoking cigarettes and yeah. like, smoking doobies. And, you know, he's, <laughs> doobies. <yeah. laughs> yes. You gotta use a term fitting for the time. No, yeah, That's yeah. older than that. That's probably more 70s. Yeah, the
1: Doobie Brothers.
0: Just, hey, love the Doobie Brothers, actually. Yeah, man. Michael McDonald. Yeah, man. I'm like, Doobie Brothers are My mom likes them a lot. But, um, but yeah, it's definitely the same thing. Um, yeah, I would say it's 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 a similar thing. But Claire's character, I'd argue that although she sucks, she may have the most development out of them all.
1: She does like her arc. Yeah, like by the she end, She
0: has the most to realize about herself. And yeah, who she is.
1: Yeah, because even Brian's like you're so conceited. Yes, like yeah,
0: all, all of them are. Kind of, they all kind of gang up. All yeah, her they, her do. they
1: do. They do. Like,
0: you and your friends suck. Yeah. Like, especially when she, when when they're all talking about the politics of high school, and she's basically saying, "Well, you guys just don't understand what it's like to have friends like mine." It's yeah. Like, Are these your friends, though? Yeah, yeah. Because you don't this. Yeah, like yeah.
1: you don't have to have them as your friends. Yeah. Like, it's your choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Like
0: you condone this, and it's like, "Well, I didn't make the rules." I'm like, that's just as bad as watching some dude get beaten and being like, "Well." I know I didn't help, but I didn't beat him myself. Yeah. If you didn't do anything to help the guy, the yeah. guy's still dead. Yeah, know? yeah, like, exactly. You let it happen. You let it happen. I'm like, you, you're partially responsible. Yeah. This, man. If, I, if I saw a guy out in the streets beating up little kids in the park, if I just walked by and not said anything, I'm just as bad as that guy. Yeah, you exactly. Know, I'm just as bad as that
1: guy. Now, those so, kids could have been assholes, though. They could have. Right? <laughs> There's still a grown man beating
0: up little kids. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, so... Yeah, I mean, Claire is is actually, as much as she's not likable as a character, she may be the best written out of them all. Yeah. Because I think what she represented was obviously something that a lot of people would love to have. Yeah. And Molly definitely answered the assignment here. I think she understood exactly what what they were going for. So we'll go into, you want to get into Bender next? Yeah,
1: probably. Just because he... He's maybe the most complex character. He's
0: absolutely the most complex character, without a doubt.
1: And he... He's the most layered Yeah, sure. yeah. Because at the
0: beginning of the film, he drives you insane.
1: Oh, he does. And he's the only one whose parents don't drop him off. They
0: don't, because they don't give a damn. They he don't does. give a damn. And he pretty much... Yeah. yeah he loses that later. But, I mean, he... At the beginning of the film, I'm oh like, God, well, he just shut up. And they are all the same way. Like, bro, just shut your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm thinking this. I'm like, God, but you understand why he is the way he
1: yeah, is yeah it's almost like he needs attention because his home life is he so fucked done, up you know yeah he
0: layers it they, john hughes wrote him very well too because he's layered in very nicely as the film goes on yeah and you understand him more and more and more, more things are revealed about each character because at first like like i said i'd be like they're looking out we know why you're here we get it you're <laughs> Or whatever yeah and then as you learn more about him and you see how his home life is and you're like oh man he's he probably prefers to, feel- to be there yeah he's like bro being here with y'all highlight of my day
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: and of course he's never had the love that a parent gives their child that gives them the confidence and gives them you know the gives them the essentially giving them the social skills to go out and and be what what people would consider normal. Yeah. So he's pretty much crying out for attention in any way that he can. Yeah. And you know, of course when you're that age you look we all knew someone like that. Everyone knew the the kid who had the troubled home life or the kid whose parents didn't care about him. We all knew that. And most of those kids acted very similar to him in school. Yeah. But then if you got to know them and know them as a person, you're like, dude, this is just This is a sad case. Yeah, yeah. At the end
1: of the day. Yeah, you actually feel bad for him.
0: You do. I I did by the end. I'm like, I feel for him. Why he wanted to hook up with Claire though, I still don't understand.
1: Probably just, you know, the notch on his belt. The
0: notch on his belt,
1: but I I don't know.
0: I felt like he liked her, man.
1: I don't know because well, maybe because she is so superficial and he isn't.
0: They're polar opposites.
1: Yeah, so maybe it's that yin-yang thing. They do say opposites attract. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I guess I could see him being physically attracted to her, and I can see her being physically attracted to him. Because it's like... Because he's dangerous. He's, yeah, he's dangerous. He, yeah. You know, he had the look. He's got the, you know, he had the jean jacket. Yeah. He had the long hair, all that.
1: You know, he had the look. But and he, then, you he, know, had he had the nostrils for cocaine. He definitely... <laughs> <laughs> he definitely the, the Marvin Gaye nostrils. Yes, sir. And then, and then he's looking
0: at Molly like, Oh, look at this angel.
1: She's so yeah, she
0: probably smells nice, and you know
1: she's she would be like
0: like creature.
1: So, like for her, it's slumming, but for him, it's like the idealized. Oh yeah, he's like yeah. I'm moving up in the world. Yeah, he's yeah.
0: Like, no, I got the trophy. You know, I got the prize.
1: So, is that fair to him though? In the end, probably not. No, yeah,
0: Mike, I would
1: probably not because it is Because even he says like something about like, wouldn't he be outstanding? In the in the uh, in respect to like her wanting to piss off her parents, yeah, yeah, he does. He, yes,
0: bro, John Hughes definitely was like, I'm gonna just, yeah, he definitely just flipped that. He's, like, I'm gonna throw a little bit of that in, what you brought up earlier. But yeah, I yeah, mean, he's he's definitely. I mean, for him, it's. It's all a plus for him. Yeah. It's all a plus. Yeah, it's win-win even for him. She says it because she's like, oh, she's like, yeah, well, even if we hooked up, you know, you just you just go around and tell your friends, like, yeah, I hooked up with her. And yeah. They'd all think you were cool and, you know, i yeah, yeah, you and all this stuff. And for her, it's like, if she was seen with him, her friends would be like, uh, can I talk to you? You know what I mean? Well, I
1: think Claire, though, in... In The breakfast club, she's like Jake in 16 Candles because she, she said, The Jake, because she says something like, Don't you believe in love mm-hmm. yeah. like with one person? And he, because he has all Bender has all those pictures in his wallet mm-hmm. of all the girls. She's like, Don't you believe in like loving just one person? And he's like, No, nope,
0: but then again, yeah. that's got to factor into his upbringing,
1: yeah, you know, that's got a fact because, yeah,
0: you can you can probably assume. If he's still in a two parent household, you can probably assume that they probably don't show him the best relationship dynamic.
1: Yeah, I would I would assume not.
0: They probably don't give him a lot of love. So if you don't I will say if you don't see that growing up, it's not something you really will desire.
1: Yeah. So you're right because you you're going to emulate whatever example you're shown. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean that's a discussion for another time. Just about yes. society mm-hmm. for not this podcast. Yeah, no, no, but, that might be a whole different yeah. podcast. Yeah, but 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 you are correct. So like what what he alluded to in his home life, it's abusive. It's um, isolationist. Yeah. Isolation. Yeah. yeah. Like, so cold, yeah. So all his relationships are going to be like that because that's all he's seen. Yep.
0: And he's probably never really taken the time to really. Get to know someone beyond the surface, yeah. Because he was very judgmental of everyone based on their stereotypes, yeah. And he might have been the most judgmental of everyone based on their stereotypes, yeah. more than even maybe Claire, yeah. Because although yes, Claire was judgmental, she still understood the game better than any of them, yes. And so yeah. when you have an understanding of the game, you can be judgmental, but you're still gonna have some empathy, yeah, yeah. Party. You know, so. He definitely is definitely he's definitely the most complicated, layered character out of all of them, and I mean he he is fun
1: though. He oh, he is, he is he, he is he's the one. The, he yes,
0: brings the light to the film,
1: and and he brings everyone else out of their shell yes, because he
0: brings everyone out because and had he not been there, everyone was sat there dead silent for, for nine, nine hours. hours and yeah, not did
1: anything? Yeah, because everyone else like didn't want to be there. Everyone else, uh, you know, they thought they didn't, they shouldn't they have, been should have been there. Been yep. there, And he's the only one who actually wanted to he be wanted there. Wanted to be
0: there, and he's like, "eh, and I deserve it too." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like,
1: yeah. So you're right. He he probably has nothing better to do, and ended up he he almost made like a, a surrogate family for what he doesn't have out yep. of those kids. He really did. Yeah, he yeah. Because really wow. yeah, he yeah yeah that's that's. That's definitely what he did. It's he, a little deeper. Did, it is a little deeper because I mean,
0: they at the end they all kind of look at each other like, "Bro, yeah." It's like it's almost like they they took a took a psychedelic together and went to the yeah. other side of the world and yeah. came back. And like, well, well, they kind they of did. The same, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They did, they got yeah. To the bone, yeah. You know, but...
1: And and the sad thing is, even at the end, he still leaves alone.
0: Yeah, he still.
1: No leaves one alone. picks him up.
0: But he does. Doesn't he get a kiss from Molly, though?
1: He then? does. He gets her earring, he gets earring and a yes. kiss. Wait.
0: Did she give it to him? She,
1: she puts it in his she hand.
0: She it in his hand. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you steal it? I no, know yeah. he puts it in, though. You know? Yeah. Like, I was looking fresh on him. I'm like, yeah. very, very, uh, he looked, it, it was a, uh, that was a call to the future. Because those, like, little stud earrings. Yeah. diamonds got real popular. Probably the after the movie. 90s, yeah. Yeah. In the 90s, yeah. A lot of guys are rocking the stuff Yeah, I mean, they still rock them, man. Like. Yeah. So, um, yeah. He does leave alone. I mean, he yeah, gets a little kiss, but we all know he's never going to be with her.
1: And isn't that isn't that terrible? It's sad. It's yeah, sad
0: knowing that they both were feeling each other.
1: Yeah, and and all and you know what? They could have hooked up in that closet. We don't we know. know.
0: We don't know. But she and knows. and all but that he has left knows. is that the we're earring. Wearing. And you know, and. Cause that it, thing is, what's that jump to them? Because okay, I think and and how and the unknown is, is a whole topic for itself. Okay, so,
1: because so 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 we have the athlete. Yep. So he, now we got the athlete. Yeah, he. Amelio. Yeah, his internal struggle is, you know, trying to please his please dad because his, his dad wants him to be the best. The best. You got to be the best, number one. Number one.
0: And every.
1: And he feels like number two. Yep.
0: Every <laughs> and look, I play sports. All growing up through school, every sport I played, no matter whether it be little league, middle school, high school, every single team I've been on, there was a kid like that. He really? Was out to please his father. Father is at every game, every practice, screaming at him on the sidelines. Wow. Duke and ball out, go insane, still wasn't good enough. Wow. And at World, bro, you had an insane game. Nah, nah, tell it to my dad. Nah, nah. Like, everyone, I, I've i known that. That's one thing I do love about The Breakfast Club. I know every one of these characters in somebody in real life. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I've known the athlete like that who feels like you just went out through five touchdowns in a game in high school, insane numbers, and you still feel like a loser. You still feel wow. like you didn't win. And Emilio's character, I liked his character a lot. He was actually my favorite character out of all of them. I liked his character a lot because he really wasn't the stereotypical jock that we typically see in high school movies. He wasn't yeah. a dumb jock. He wasn't an yeah hero. He yeah those ooh buffoony kind of you know. I don't know where that trope came from in films where, like, the athletes were just stupid and dumb.
1: I think that goes back to, like, the probably the 30s and 40s. Really? Honestly, just because, you know, if you watch older films where they have characters in college, like, the athletes are always idiots. Yeah, why? I guess they just assume they're only there because of their athletic prowess (laughs) rather than their brains.
0: Which is crazy because like there's always been like that the dumb football player stereotype. I'm like, you have to be smart to play football. But
1: (laughs) But then you have Mash and like all those surgeons played football in college. Yeah.
0: Because I'm like, football is hard. Yeah. Not as a physical it's hard to understand. Yeah. Learning plays, X's, O's, all that, there's a lot to memorize, a lot to learn, especially for a quarterback, dude. You gotta learn all these plays. It's a math. It's honestly football is like a giant
1: statistical problem. So maybe Mash is the only film to really give athletes the a- their athletes due. due. Yeah, like, because look, these guys became doctors, and guess what? They were they were famous for playing football in college. Yeah, and then even uh, for the for the time period, think about it. I hate to use his name, but his name in the film is Spear Jones. <laughs> but you know, he's he's a goddamn brain surgeon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah chunker chunker. but but you, you know you look at that and you don't think about it because you, you know you think about his name and how how terrible it is now but how funny it would have been then mm-hmm. but the dude's a brain surgeon who is a professional football player yeah but he's a goddamn brain surgeon yeah
0: <laughs> which is nuts I'm yeah like, dude i'm like man Football, I'm like yeah. Most football players I know, especially ones who play on offense, smart dudes. You gotta be. Football requires studying. So you know
1: what I mean? so how smart do you think your man Tom Brady is? Tom Brady's smart
0: as hell. Yeah, I believe Tom it. Tom Brady is very
1: smart. I uh, I honestly believe it because you can't you can't look the way he does at his age and not know what you you're know doing. Some stuff. <laughs> yeah, There's yeah. Some stuff other people don't. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm like, yeah.
0: Touchdown Tommy is, I mean, in his craft, he's a genius in his craft. But I'm like, just as a guy, he's definitely smart,
1: man. Yeah. He's definitely smart. Sorry, sorry, just a quick oh, aside. No, 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 we, we but, but it goes back to to Andy, as his character's his name is. Andy, I forget his, Clark, Andy Clark. Clark. You know, it goes back to Andy Clark in and The Breakfast Club, because he he has to be, because even at that time, like, you couldn't. Funk your classes and be a good athlete. You couldn't. You couldn't. You no, know, so he, so he has like double the pressure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like, and this this is the 80s, man. This was like, and I'm sure, you know, there was the teachers who would, you know, give favorable treatment to the jocks. But there's a lot of teacher tours totally against
1: that. Yeah. And so, yeah. you got it. I'm sure the principal this. was, because he was just an asshole oh, all yeah. around. He's like, I hate everyone. I'm yeah. Like, I hate <laughs> myself him. most of all, but like, everyone else, too. I've been
0: working forever. It took me forever to get this $32,000 a year salary. Yeah. Gonna, you know, he was going crazy. Yeah. But, like, he was honestly a very sensitive guy.
1: Yeah, he Andy.
0: Was a very sensitive character. He was very in tune with the emotions. He was very emotionally aware of the people
1: around him, and, and he was very protective of the ladies, yes, of the girls. Was so. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, which chivalry. Uh,
0: yeah, chivalry. Which you know, you look at jocks now, you think they're you
1: date know, rapists.
0: Very, yeah. I mean, I hate okay. to say it. You know, we're, we're not going to talk. About it's that. it's kind of a stereotype it though, but not, like now it's a stereotype. Yeah. Because, you know, jocks are misogynistic. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Like, he was like an almost an anti-jock. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I mean, Probably the best way to describe it. I mean, even when when the principal's like, "Help me move this," when you show a prop. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, I expected more out of it, out of a, uh, a, 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 oh, a a varsity letterman. letterman. You yeah, varsity you're right, a varsity letterman. letterman. Yeah, I'm like, yeah.
1: Like, but it me? was his idea. It was yeah. the principal's idea, and you're blaming him.
0: Yeah. I'm like, this was a bad idea to begin with. Everybody
1: yeah. I told you it was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So yeah, I'm like, it's, and he, you can see in his face
2: even when he says that, like, that's what I think Emilio honestly, is one of his best roles because
0: you can see in his face, like, here we go again, somebody else doubting me. Yeah. Like, saying I'm not good enough. I hear this crap all the time. Yeah. And you can see, like, he felt very sad. He felt like like a very he felt quite depressed in the film Yeah, which is he probably needed that stuff in uh Bender's locker.
1: Yeah, he probably did just to to mellow out. To mellow out. Yeah, yeah. Him,
0: he had a great Emilio in this movie has a great dance number as he smokes a giant doobie. <laughs> he and does. Yeah, he does. It's he a does. Great dance number. I will yeah. say, John Hughes likes to throw in some fun dance numbers in his movies. Yeah, he definitely likes singing and dancing in his movies. Now I think about it. Yeah, because all these films we're talking about, with the exception of Sixteen Candles, has I
1: but think, Sixteen Candles, don't they? Isn't there? Did they, they go to a high school, school dance. Dance. Like, yeah, so, a dance? Yeah, so so they are at a dance. Yeah, like dance. So is big I think it cuts the tension. It does. It does. Like, <laughs> so.
0: But I do love the scene when they all smoke, though, because, you know, they they all, it, like like you said, Bender brought them all to their show. After they all got stoned, they loosened up, yeah. started talking to each other more, started joking around. That's when they got down to brass tacks and got to really know each other and stopped, you know, pretty much just, like, I'm dealing with you for these nine hours and actually jumped in. as like, hey, let's accomplish something here.
1: Yeah, and yeah, because after that is when... It, it's going to sound strange because they were high as hell, but they actually got lucid enough to be like, why are we all going to write this? Yeah. Because yeah. they had to write a th- each yeah, a, thousand a thousand word thousand essay. essay
0: on, what was it? On? Uh, what, who, it who,
1: who, who do you think you are? You
0: think think you you think you are? are? I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, um, I was different five minutes ago, so I don't know.
1: Man. Yeah, don't know yeah. I'm a teenager. I, I don't saying, know who the hell I am. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm still yeah, growing and developing. Saying, I don't even know. No clue who I am. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. But, and, and I love that they pretty much rebelled against the assignment because the assignment. Yeah. It is kind of like how do you really want me to answer this? Like yeah. you can answer this in a million more ways and the next day the paper would probably be
1: irrelevant. But it shows their um their paper that they end up that Brian ends up writing for them and with the foreshadowing of him reading the exact same thing in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's uh it shows how prejudiced the principal is against his own students. Oh yeah. Or, or how jaded he's become.
0: Oh, he is. He has. And, yeah. it's like, and it's like, well, is that from years of dealing with all these little a-holes? I, I believe or, it. Yeah, I'm like, I feel like you will be conditioned to be a certain way if you're in a certain environment. Far as yeah. You know, you're, you're, especially as you get older. You know, it just makes you grumpy. It makes yeah. You, you get less patient. You know, you're very patient with people.
1: You're like. And it's unfair to all those kids, though, because they might have character traits of all the assholes he knew before as principal and a teacher, because he even tells the janitor, you know, or the janitor is like, well, you started teaching here, what, like 32 years ago, you know? So he starts out as a teacher, works his way up, becomes a principal, but, like, everyone you met isn't necessarily these kids. You're stereotyping these kids based on your preconceived notions of who you've met in the past, like – I think it was Dennis Miller who once said, why hate someone based on like their religion or the color of their skin when once you get to know them, there's so many more reasons to hate them. Yeah. <laughs> so, no,
0: that's
1: facts. Yeah, it is. And it's like, if he if he actually knew who these kids really were, he would either hate them less or hate them more, more, depending, you know? But hey. it's unfair to just categorize them. Like, like Like, the reason Brian, the brain, is there... Is because he wanted to try wanted, to kill himself. Yeah,
0: which is kind of like, yeah, I, I'm glad we got yeah. it. Yeah, because I was like, because everyone's reasons, some are funny, some aren't. Like yeah. Emilio's reasons funny with the the guy with the, the hairy ass. Yeah, yeah, he funny.
1: taped the guy's buns together. Yeah,
0: That's funny, you know. But then when you get in the Brian's, you're like, oh dang, bro, you were. He wanted, was that serious? So yeah. wasn't it wasn't a wood shop. It was a shop class. Yeah. He had to
1: make an elephant lamp. Yeah, where you pull the trunk and the light goes on. Yeah. he was yeah. Like, and the light yeah. didn't go on.
0: Yeah, it's like, and and what is and what does Bender say to him? He's, he's like, like, I take shop. He's like, he's like any idiot could take shop. Yeah, he's like, you fail shop, that means you're smart. <laughs> like, yeah, like, so, yeah. So yeah, like shop was easy. Like, man, in middle school, I made this cool mirror for my mom out of wood, and I put like her initials in it and stuff. Dude, a mindless monkey could have made that. <laughs> you know, it was like it was not hard at all. If you can cut some wood, use a sander, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you yeah. Can make it. Use yeah. Use a jigsaw. Yeah, use a jigsaw, which is fun. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, I like you I like shop class, it was fun. <laughs> it's cool. It's all the bros, you know, you guys
1: just acting I never took it in high school, but in college I had a stagecraft class oh, nice. where we had to learn all that stuff. But it was about like building sets for plays and everything. Oh, that's awesome. That's so, Cool. So you learn how to paint, too, so you can make something look like marble or look like whatever. And nice. Yeah.
0: So, all right. So since we jumped into Brian... Yes. We'll go ahead and talk about him. So Brian, the, the nerd, the geek, the yes. brain, yeah. whatever you want to call him, which, I mean, unfortunately, I th- uh, Anthony Michael Hall, he was heavily typecasted like that. Yeah, and definitely. And until, like, Johnny B. Until, good. Yeah. And then yeah. Because yeah, then he, he was like, around,
1: yeah. you know... He, he he became the athlete yeah, in that one. Yeah, he did,
0: which is, which is great. You know, he got to work yeah. out. I mean, he was a dick in every
1: scissor. hands, man. He was, know, he but was super dick. he's kind of been... Then he was sort of typecast after that, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, he's like, bro, I'm just going to ride a different typecast every yeah. year. Yeah. Whatever, man. He yeah. did act, I'll take it. But Yeah, yeah. I actually... This is one of my favorite roles from him ever. Because I do like, like I said, I like him in 16 Candles as well. I love him in Weird Science. And actually, he's pretty. He, I think he's a good actor. Yeah. I think he understands the Simons very well and knows what character he's supposed to play. Because I think he was supposed to play Ducky originally. Really? Mm-hmm, but I think he turned it down because he was playing that type of character. Yeah. In, which I think that is why.
1: Did he also want to play Ferris Bueller?
0: I think I heard him. He yeah, play yeah. Ferris Bueller, Which.
1: I don't know if I could see him as Ferris.
0: I I think I think Broderick was a good cast.
1: Yeah. Um
0: but Brian in the movie, he's kind of he has some good development too, because he starts out very uptight and very like, let's do everything by the book. Yeah. He's like, Don't get out of your seats. He literally freezes. Yeah. He's about to slide over to the the other seat. Yeah. And he's so like, I'll do everything right. And by the end, man. He's like, I don't care. Yeah. He's getting stoned. He's letting loose. He's talking about how he really feels. He, he opens up to them about himself, his life, and yeah. you know, the pressures he's going through. And he's like, well, you know, you guys think, oh, it's just so easy being a nerd. And yeah. Smart and everything comes easy. No, man, I was about to kill myself. Was it a flare gun? He said yeah, he had
1: a flare gun. And everyone laughs at him, and then he realizes how ridiculous it is. It is. But, like, that's probably the only gun he could find. It's
0: the only gun he could find. And it yeah. it's ridiculous, but at the same time, it's quite depressing because this young kid was willing to take his own life because an he F. failed a, a class he don't even care about.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah.
0: Like, like you fail a shop has nothing to do with your future. You're still going to go to college yeah. and graduate with good numbers. So and, it's
1: like, and that's the pressure from, like, his family, mm-hmm. from society even. yeah. Because I think with all of them, because the other girl, she just said she did nothing. She just had nothing better to do. Yep. So they never really go into it. And what did Claire do? I don't remember. No, I cannot remember. She doesn't say, I don't think. I
0: think, yeah, because she's all, she's real, like, secretive about it. But I feel like she does tell them.
1: I don't remember. And I just watched it.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I just watched it days ago. I like think I watched it, what was it, Monday or Tuesday? Yeah,
1: it's more just the three guys that talk that about talk it.
0: talk about theirs, yeah. Well, the girl, well, remember she's like, I'm a compulsive liar. Yes, and yes. she's like, I pretty much lie about everything. And then, of course, Claire gets upset with her because she pretty much just tricked her into admitting something. Yeah. And she gets mad, but, and they even call her out. They're like, don't get mad because she pretty much just got you to admit the truth. And, but I, man, I'm really drawing a blank here because I, because I know they, they tease her about it for, like, the whole...
1: Thing. Oh, she does say...
0: I, suppose, I feel like she does reveal it in the
1: end. She skips school to go shopping. That, that is, is what, what it was, is. yes. She was
0: embarrassed to say that. Yes. Was, like, such a stupid reason. Yeah, it's, it's almost like... Attention. Like, if they would have had to guess, they would have guessed they that. They probably would have guessed, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, God, I wish it was something cool. Like, you know, I got caught smoking in the girls. Really yeah, so or,
1: cool, or, or a flare gun, or, flare gun, or gun, taping yeah. some chicks' t- buns yeah. together. <laughs> Or, and I don't know, did Bender say, oh, he pulled the fire the alarm, fire the principal alarm. says yep, why. Yep, like, yeah, he pulled the, the fire alarm the day before.
0: And he, yeah, he, you know, this was probably building up, like like we said, he probably did a whole bunch yes, of stuff yes. that eventually was going to land him here one way or another.
1: But he probably pulled the fire alarm knowing he was going to get in detention to get out of yep, his, his house. house yeah. He's like, yeah. Oh, I
0: don't, it's Saturday, I don't want to be home. Yeah. yeah and that's, that, that's, that is probably why he did yeah. it. Yeah. And. They, like i like brian though because although he was a what they would
1: call a nerd he's definitely the kind of nerd you could kick it with you know? yeah he's yeah
0: definitely a dude i would probably be friends with if i was in school you know because he's a nerd that like he wasn't a poindexter you know yes
1: he like, yeah oh, he's not like a revenge of the nerds yeah, yes, kind of nerd or a big bang theory yeah. kind of nerd Yeah, I hate that show. Uh, Anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm like, bro, you guys, what, because you guys are comic book nerds? You're not nerds.
1: No, they're just stereotypes is all they are. are. You're the cool
0: nerds. Yeah. That's considered cool now. You know? (laughs) Yeah. So... Yeah, if you read comic books now, that's
1: like a turn off. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, it's like, weird. You
0: probably never thought in all. Your
1: no, I, I never did. Comics. I never I did.
0: This would lead to an era where like you're the
1: cool yeah. guy because you know about comic books. Look, thirty years ago, no one cared. No one cared, and now no one you're like cared. wow, it's all I hear about. It's yeah, crazy, you know I it's it's about. frustrating because I, I was either born too early. Yep, <laughs> or, yeah, I'm like I say that all the time. I'm like man,
0: I should have be been born ten years sooner. But. He's a cool dude though, because I think he actually connects with each individual person in there the best.
2: Yeah, because he is. Kind That's why of he's like, the heart of it. Yeah, he's the heart. Yeah.
0: He's the heart. He's the floater. He's, yeah. Because he's so smart, I feel like he can understand everyone. You know, yeah, understand their motivations and why they do the
1: things that they do. And, and he's taking shops, So obviously, like you know, Jed Nelson's character, he can relate to him. Yeah, because he's been around. Shop yeah, the, kids, yeah,
0: shop kid, and it's and it's funny now that you say that. Look at all the stereotypical like greaser adaptation. Look at Grease, yeah, you know, like Grease yeah. the film itself. Yeah. shop was always the leather jacket yeah know, the pack of smokes rolled into the sleeve the the class. greasy jumpsuit yeah 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 always the stereotype yeah. in like 70s 60s 70s 80s which yeah is, which is funny because look even fonzie and happy days yeah fonzie yeah and happy days. he would have been, been the, the greaser he would have been the greaser yeah yeah, yeah. that's like so yeah that was definitely the trope so it made sense that you know bender was in shop and that you know and now brian's like yo you know Y'all actually kind of cool. you you know,
1: y'all do Yeah, because Brian is sort of the crossover, I guess. Yeah,
0: he is. He's a crossover. Yeah, he's the, the middleman,
1: like because because he so would know so Andy academically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's what I'm like, yo, he knows. He's like, I know all you guys one way or another. Yeah, like, yeah. So, so he is a good character, and like I think he played the role well because I think he played he played up the nerd trope, but not too much to where it felt like too much of a stereotype. He still feels human. Yeah. And I like that because obviously like like we said Revenge of the nerds. Yeah. That's how often do you actually see nerds like that? You know, you don't Yeah, I, no. I don't really, I although you know a
1: nerd like that. Although Really quick about Revenge of the Nerds. Booger is the best character. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's all you can say. Because he's not... He's kind of like if John Bender from Breakfast Club was a nerd. Yes,
0: yeah. That's
1: who Booger is. Mm-hmm. My mom loved Booger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, me and her used to watch Revenge of the Nerds 1 and 2 all the time. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a great character. He's a
0: good nerd archetype because he, he falls right in a realistic portrayal.
1: Yeah, he's like a middle of the road mm-hmm. because he can... I hate to say he could go either way because people might get the wrong idea nowadays. <laughs> but you know, he he can because he almost seems like if he wanted to, if he applied himself, he could be an athlete. Mm-hmm. And if he didn't apply himself, he could be a greaser. Could be a greaser, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, that's
0: yeah. A good All right, so now we got one left.
1: Ferris Bueller. No, oh, no, I'm oh, I'm sorry. Oh, 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 yeah, oh yeah, the uh, two films, I'm sorry, the freak. The freak. Yeah, yeah the uh. The the outcast
0: outcast the freak which now in today's society she like we said she'd be considered either emo or goth or alternative or i think alternative is a good word to use so we're not putting too strong of a label on people yeah but i i loved her character i thought she was funny yeah Uh,
1: because she was quiet through most of the film she
0: was very observant yes she was looking around like like when they take the weed out of his locker he doesn't lock it. She takes the lock. She steals. Yeah, she takes the lock. Yeah, but she says later on she's not a thief. She, she doesn't steal things. Yeah, but she's also a compulsive liar. Yes, so yes. Like, she's fun because you never know what her intentions, motivations, anything
1: yeah. really is throughout the whole thing. And sometimes when the other people are running through the hall, she's just standing there yep. against the locker. Against
0: locker, just, you know, doing thing, chilling. Yeah. And she actually reminds me of a girl I knew in high school who I was actually really good friends with. She reminds me of her a lot. And she was very similar, quiet girl, but very observant. Always noticed everything around. Always had a bag with a bunch of crap in it. Yeah. Just like she did. Yeah. (laughs) She always carries as much crap in your bag.
1: Oh, yeah. She had... She She had had a lot of stuff. She had a lot of,
0: though.
1: She dumped that bitch. Look, she had like a whole box of tampons in there.
0: She had the whole scene. Because even Brian was like, Yo, I'm like, Man, I'm like,
1: Yo, how long does this last for you? Yeah. Wow. Her her rap name is Heavy Flow. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
0: You know, she. When she makes the sandwich with the with the sugar and all oh that. yeah, because she, she throws, the, throws off the yeah, lunch she meat, throws off the lunch meat, and it yeah. to the stash meat yes, 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 rolls off. What yeah. the hell kind of meat was that?
1: Oh, believe it or not, that looked like I could be wrong, but it, had it looked like,
0: like vegetable chunks
1: in it. Okay, when when I was younger, around this time, and I used to love this. I obviously don't eat this now. <laughs> olive loaf was a thing. It was like whatever kind of meat. I want to say ham, but it's probably just. Meat, different meats put together with olives and then you know you cut it so there's like olives oh, in the middle of the meat that
0: definitely yeah. Was, bro. yeah I think it was olive loaf I've never seen that in real life
1: yeah um, I don't know if they make it anymore probably not it's probably, the FDA probably yeah, shut it down
0: bro, there's a reason she threw it on the top
1: yeah cause olive loaf like I said I, I loved it when I was a kid probably because there was nothing else
0: well yeah man look Kids I, like, hey, I, was, I like I like spam as a kid.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, I understand. See that spam to you would have been olive loaf to me. Yes, you know what I mean? I would. not yeah.
0: spam. If you gave me five hundred bucks right now, <laughs> with one piece of spam. Yeah, because oh, um,
1: yes. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I mean, she was she was definitely different. Edgy. Yeah, she had the look, she had the attitude, but she was fun. I mean, I'm gonna keep it real. For me, that would have been the type of chick I would have hung out with. I would've hung out with her. Possibly even dated her. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was that that would have been my flavor. I was just I don't know, I was always a floater man. I can hang with any crowd. Cause I like I said I played sports, but I was also into nerd stuff. I sported. Yeah. I was heavily into music. So I just I was like a chameleon with everyone. You know, you you catch me Friday night, you might catch me at a at a party getting drunk. And then Saturday night you catch me at the newest, you know, Marvel release. So Yeah, you know, you yeah. Never, like that's kind of how it was. So Yeah, yeah. But I would have definitely probably would have been gra- gravitated to her more. I mean, look at Emilio's character. He gravitated to her. Yeah, he uh, did.
1: But oh, okay, my issue with that whole thing is was he attracted to her before the I think, makeover? I think
0: he was, but I think the makeover gave him the confidence to be like I think he was attracted. I think it's one of those situations where it's like I'm in my head trying to tell myself something that trying to tell myself something isn't true that it is, you know, like he had the attraction. Where he's like, no, 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 I'm trucking, That's not real.
1: And and then, and then suddenly so, she's preppy, and he's and like, he's oh, like,
0: no, it was real. I'm all for it. That yeah, is yeah. That is easily. I think that's everyone's least favorite part of the film. It doesn't make it any doesn't sense. It doesn't make any sense. It didn't need to be edited. It actually would have been better if you would have went for her as how she was.
1: The only reason it makes sense, and I just thought of this just now, is because I think they kiss when they part at the end also. They do. And his dad looks at her and as probably, he pulls up. Oh, she so his dad's acceptable. Yeah, his, his dad would be, be more accepting day. of her yeah. if she looked like but that. it would have been more fun for him to say, F you, Dad. Yeah. Look at
0: this chick. I'm talking. Yeah. To. I'm gonna be me from now on. Whether you like it or not, although we know that's not how he would be, he's yeah. going to go back to being scared of dad. Of course, because his, his
1: dad was kind of a big dude. Yeah,
0: I mean, dude, his dad was probably a crazy athlete in school. Yeah, So he's like, yeah, got big shoes to fill. It's like if you're telling me, oh, dumb, you're Michael Jordan's
1: son. Oh, Jesus. Bomb. Yeah. Oh, so I'm going to go make music or something. I'm going to go so play I'm baseball because totally I have to be better than my dad at baseball yeah, the, if I'm I, Michael I, Jordan's I, son. Yeah, do that. That's yeah. A possibility, yeah. You know? It's I'm not like, difficult to be better than Michael Jordan at baseball. Yeah,
0: now, basketball. No. That's, that, no. Yeah, yeah. No. It's just not going to happen, man. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, I, I get that. I get that, that why they did it, but I think it just would have been better for him to. Just, just for the moment to stick it to his
1: dad. Just for yeah, that, yeah. You know, because we know it's probably not going to stick forever. Yeah, and she's not going to dress like that forever. She's, she's not going to... She's going to go back to wearing yeah. black and, you know... She's uh, going to go back to dressing like Lloyd Dobbler for Say Anything. Yeah, right. You know, that's kind of yeah, how I, she dressed, right? The long coat. Yeah. Like that,
0: you know, she had the, the long frilly skirt. She yeah. Was, you know, I, I loved her style, though. I, liked, I really liked her. Yeah,
1: and it was really... It was a, kind of an, an eclectic 80s... Post-punk, but yes,
0: it was like a post-punk, like kind of new wave-ish. Yeah, ish, like, yeah. She had like, it was pretty much every like alternative music scene style blended into one.
1: Yeah, because think of, at the time you had like the Cure, yes,
0: which is my favorite and, like, band of all time, Joy Division. Yes, yeah,
1: all. Do you like the song Fascination Street? Oh my God, yes. That's one of Perlish's favorite songs. Oh my
0: God, it's it's long, but it's great. Yeah, man. yeah. That's,
1: oh. I like pictures of you. Oh, that's oh all. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. Right.
0: Such a good song. Yeah. Okay, that yeah, whole sorry. Album, dude, that's a front. <laughs> I call I call albums like that front to back. You just let the first track play and just let it all the way till it finishes. Pictures of you is so so good. Man. It's like it's such a sweet song, but and sad, song sad and
1: at depressing. The same time. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's like, it like picks you up and
1: kicks you down, and you're just like yeah, empty after you listen to it. But you're like, God, it was so beautiful at the same time. Yeah, dude, Robert Smith was just.
0: He was the man. He was the man. Anyway, I I, but but
1: I think that's her style of the, of the time. It like is, Like those types of bands.
0: That, the, those types of bands. Yeah. Like, fit in with like the new wave.
1: Crowd. Yeah, Echo yeah. and the Bunnymen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh,
0: the Smiths. Like, the Smiths, yes. Like yes. Mean, yeah, she would fit right in with that. Yeah. Another great band. Don't even start it on that era of music. That's one of my favorites. We're, do, we're not so, gonna just going to skibble.
1: So you love like those kinds of British bands though. Yes. Nice. Yes.
0: I'm, you know I'm a weird
1: dude. But, just really quick, how do you feel about like ziggy stardust era bowie oh
0: bro remember i told you i love ziggy stardust
1: thank god i've been listening to the album again and i'm like it's yeah mick ronson on guitar is just the best yeah
0: that's one of my favorite songs yeah man oh bowie was all right we're gonna guys if you want one day we'll do a music Episode. Yeah, we should. We should, because we
1: we like a lot of the same. We do. We do. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. Sorry. I have just been getting into it it lately because I watched that Wham! Documentary. Oh my god. Did you watch it? No, but it's on Netflix. It's it's good because I love George Michael. Listen, without prejudice, Volume One is an amazing album. Yeah. And and Freedom 90 is probably one of my favorite songs, if not my favorite. But like hearing like his story, like how they became famous, amazing, amazing. I got. I
0: got check that out. Yeah. So I was watching the freaking American Gladiators documentary. Really?
1: I, yeah. Oh my god, I used to watch that show all the time. Yeah.
0: So yeah. it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Yeah.
1: But but well, it, where, are there steroids involved? <laughs> 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 That's all I need to know. are, th- are there?
0: So I was like some them themselves I was like I just can't wait till they start talking about them roiding up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of steroids. Bro. I mean, I mean they looked like ser- I mean, They were dude, I, there's a whole they show in the documentary like, the transformation between year one and year three, and how big they all got. Yeah, they're like, bro, like, lo- like look at Laser. They're like, <laughs> la- they were like, Laser put on like thirty pounds of pure muscle in like two years. Wow, yo, like, no, Laser's <laughs> chest, bro. Laser and Nitro. Nit- you know, like, that's their right, nitro, that's right. Chest look like <laughs> look like, like blocks that you could just eat off of. <laughs> So
1: like a charcuterie board. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. Let me get my meat and cheese yeah, and yep. just put them on there. <laughs> it's insane. Wow. But
0: hey, you got sorry? You know. We yeah. Yeah. Here. Sorry. So 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 the film the film wraps up I think rather nicely because yeah. and the one thing the main question they ask is where do we all kind of go from yeah here? and they ask it themselves yeah, they ask it I'm like yeah. they actually ask it which I love yeah because obviously the thing that makes us great about it being a nine hour session is. You're so invested for this time, yeah. Because you're like, all this is happening right now, and you want to know what's going to happen right then and there. You're like, I just wish we could just skip Sunday, and I just want to get a quick glimpse in in the hallway on Monday. Yeah, you know,
1: to see if anything changes. See if
0: anything. See if you know if maybe you know Amelia would nod up Anthony Hall. Yeah, It was good? You know. Yeah. You you know, because that would be interesting. Because a lot of shows and uh, movies and parody Breakfast Club. A Canadian, um, a Canadian teen soap opera called Degrassi. Oh, one of Kevin Smith's favorite yeah, shows. Yeah, of, and he, he did a whole season. Yeah, yeah, because he and Simon Barbara yeah, Yes, did a whole yes, season. it's actually really funny. But, um, yeah, it's actually it's actually quite well written. It's Kevin Smith.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and he loves the show, so yeah, it would be so, yeah, yeah. It's is
0: funny. <laughs> it's so funny, he loves that show. <laughs> I love that show too.
1: But You're this, just a Drake fan, whatever. Yeah, I just love Drake. <laughs> I mean, I will say, when
0: he came out with his music, he started rapping on the show. Oh, really? And, yeah, and I was like, wow, he's like, whoever this is doing this rap for Jimmy Brooks is really good. I was like, I wonder where they found this guy. And come to find out it's actually him. I'm like, wait, he's actually that good? And then he left the show, and the next thing you know, he's dropping music. I'm like, yo, this guy's freaking good. I'm like, holy oh, yeah. like, no. hell. So... Interesting, but no, the show is great. But
1: they do a parody of the episode, and Drake is involved. Oh, really? And you know, of course, there's they have the
0: they all fit the stereotypes, it's perfect. You got there's a black girl in there. Her name's Hazel. She's like the popular girl. There's a nerd on there. His name's Toby. He's like the nerdy guy. Drake's supposed to be kind of uh, the, the wheelchair athlete. guy. The, well, at the time, he still was walking on TV. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm yeah, sorry. So, so he was an athlete. He was a basketball player. Okay. So he was an athlete. There's a character named Sean. He played the rival. There's a character named Ellie who played the uh, edgy girl. So. And they all, they do similar stuff. You know, they go through the school. They end up going on the roof. And they get to know each other. Because they all hate each other. And, but the thing is, they don't want to say hate each other. Because you watch the show, so you know they all know each other, you know. But yeah. in this one episode, they really do play it up like, we're all so different. But they do show the aftermath of them going back to school. And they are all like, hey, what's good? You know, like, yeah. they walk through the halls, dapping up, you know, shaking hands. And everyone around them is like, what the hell went on here on Saturday,
1: dude? Yeah, that's like, awesome. Yeah,
0: so it was, so I, I, that's why I'm like, I would just love to see just, I think it's good they ended the movie where they, where they did. I yeah, it's good. I wouldn't have changed it. But it would just be cool if John Hughes was like, I'm going to make like a 20-minute like short
1: film. Well, but then you get to write the what <laughs> yeah, happens later yourself.
0: And it, it makes for good discussions like the one we're having. Yeah. You know, because if you ask me. Yeah, what do you think happened? I'm personally going to say they all went back to being exactly how they were. I think, I think they all are changed as people. Yeah. I don't see them exploring those friendships much deeper.
1: Because I, I think we know it's March, because it takes place like March 23rd, 1984 or something. Yeah. So I wonder if they're all seniors. I think... You, you know what I mean? Even I, though Anthony I, I Michael was, Hall looks younger... Yeah, I
0: was going to say, if anyone's not a senior, it would be Anthony Michael. Yeah. I but, would argue maybe Claire not, too. She just seems young.
1: But if if they were, like... They would only have a couple months, and then... And they, they say,
0: they, hey, we're all going our separate ways anyway. Yeah, yeah,
1: they don't have the constraints of the high school uh, politics, yep. so they could actually they hang out unencumbered by the social uh, whatever.
0: Yeah, like, I would, I feel like it would be a situation where it's like, if I see you in the hall, I'm going to give you a nod. Yeah. yeah I'm going I'm I'm to acknowledge you. I think friend. Andy would do that, though. I think Andy would, too. Yeah. If any two became friends, I think it would be Andy and Brian. And Brian, yeah. I could see them actually being friends. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, Claire's not going to – her – the way she is is not going to let her get past how Bender is and who he is. She if, That was a Saturday only. Yeah.
1: If nothing else – at least Bender would be their drug hookup.
0: Yeah, if you need some trees. Yeah, you know. Right? You know what? <laughs> she, she, she did sell so weed to Cameron Diaz. Really? Yeah, back in. You know, wow. They, they, he, he was her weed band back in the day. Wow. When they were teenagers. Wow. But I was like, that's so funny. It's like, how does that happen? You know? That's crazy, like, All right? How does that happen? So, you know, he. Like, like, yeah, because they even bring it up. She's like, why don't you go smoke with with Brian out in the parking lot or go smoke with Andy or go hang out with them, you know, yeah. when they were criticizing her. Yeah. And, you know, they all are guilty of the same thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're all prejudiced against each other because of how the hierarchy is set up in the school. Mm-hmm. And And so I guess in a way the movie is more about an indictment of the way the teenagers in their most – like, formative years, formative years yeah. get get stuck in these kind of uh, situations that end up defining where they go after that.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, man, you know, ah, breaking these down, John Hughes might be a little better than we even realized. Yeah. Because I'm like, breakfast, man, I... Ah, but I watched the other day, I was like, I do like Smoothie Lot. I was like, Yeah, yeah. Now I'm thinking about it, I'm like Breakfast Club, it might be a bona fide classic, man. Um it's good, it's good. I I'm you know, overall grade. I'm gonna give Breakfast Club an A. I'm gonna give it an A.
1: Yeah, uh, I would have to as well, just like, because
0: after our breakdown, I feel like how could I not?
1: Yeah, because it's uh it says so much about society through high school and And, like I just said, I just thought of it as we were talking, like how it propels you after that. Yeah. Like where you fall in high school. Is sort of where you're going to fall after. Yeah, yeah.
0: And you get it through a lens that everyone has gone through in their whole life. Yeah. If you're 25 years old watching The Breakfast Club, you've had those same glasses those kids had on in the film. Yeah. And I think that's why high school movies resonate with so many people, even if it's not their particular cup of tea, because we've all been there. Yeah, some form form of it it is relatable, some part of it. Some, yep, I'm like, we've all been there, one way or another. Yeah, yeah, man. So, what are you giving? What, what letter grade?
1: I, I would, I would say an A, also, just because of, of all those reasons and more. Because I'm sure there's more things that we'll think of later. Yeah,
0: I'm like, watch, you'll, you'll text me. Yeah. You, I'll text you. You're like, bro, I didn't, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, because,
1: because look, even it starts off with a quote from Changes by David Bowie.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, Bowie was.
1: So and those crazy. children that you spit upon. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yo, and I caught that when I
1: put on the okay. Yeah. that Bowie? And it's it's like You know, when he's working out the the Ziggy Stardust persona is when changes came out. Like right before the rise and fall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had that shirt, man. Really?
0: Yeah, back in middle school I had it. Wow. I wish I still did. I let my sister I let my sister take it from
1: me. Wow. A terrible mistake. Is that the the hand motion you just did, is that the cover to like Lodger or, station station or heroes it's heroes heroes, mm-hmm. because I uh, I I want to show you something then. Okay. Yeah, I I have to actually I might pause this for a second, because hey, I want to show you something. Hold on. All right. Anyway, sorry I I just had to nerd out for yeah, a second. I a nerd out. <laughs> if, you guys, if
0: you guys haven't realized by now, two giant nerds. <laughs> you know, giant. You know, and and you put two giant nerds in a room. It's a nerd fest. It is a nerd fest. too. Yeah. So I, it's a nerd fest, when I'm by myself, but let alone add in another. So. Yeah. But, so, let's jump into Ferris Bueller. Yes. So, Ferris Bueller. Obviously, everyone knows what Ferris Bueller's Day Off is. It's a film most people have seen. Ferris Bueller, you know, a funny, kind of quirky, witty, very smart, you know, slick kid. Wants to have a freaking day off from school. How can I how can you expect me to go to school on a day like today? Yeah, yeah, know? it's a beautiful day. <laughs> yeah. So and we and, and, and Ferris Bueller what's great about Ferris Bueller is every single person on this planet has thought about having a Ferris Bueller type of day at some point in school. Yes. You know? So
1: Yeah, everyone and everyone has probably especially after seeing this film mm-hmm. everyone's like this is the kind of uh thing that i want i i yes is it a new clip?
0: yes okay so we'll just I can say, blend it. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: okay. i realized i probably hit the wrong button <laughs> no it's cool. i just want to make sure yeah 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 we'll have to All blend right. them cool. that's fine with me. okay All yeah right. so especially after seeing this film because it showed you almost the the epitome of utilizing a sick day at school or work. I mean depending yeah, on I'm your like, preference. Hey, yeah.
0: I'm like, it's going easily fall into a work situation. And it probably falls more into work situations for most people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And Ferris, he's um I mean, we were we were just kind of talking about it before we, we started recording today. Like I see him as like an amalgam of all the characters from the breakfast club because he's a nerd. Cause he's, he's like a computer genius mm-hmm. with all the stuff he's doing. He's, he's a jock. Cause he's, he's running. Like I said, like yeah, Tom bro, Cruise in mission got, impossible, you know, he's, so he's obviously a brain. He's, he's kind of a princess. If you think about it, yeah. cause he's popular. He's popular. Everybody, everybody, everybody loves Ferris.
0: Ferris, they knew him and he had that, he had that attitude that we all knew a guy like that, super yes. charismatic, slick yes. with his words, could talk to anybody. Ferris yes. was that guy. Yeah. But kind of like me, he was very diplomatic. He could run in between the crowds seamlessly.
2: Yeah, yeah. Know?
0: And I think that's the beauty of Ferris as a character. And I think what you just said makes a lot of sense as far as, you know, he's a combination of pretty much every single character in yeah. The Breakfast Club. It yeah. probably the best of
1: them all. I think he is. He, like... I believe John Hughes took all those characters and made the one guy that would represent everybody, because Cameron is sort of your everyman. He is an everyman, and Ferris is like what every man wants to be. It's sort of, yep. in a way, it's almost like. Cameron would be the narrator, and Ferris would be Tyler Durden.
0: Yeah, yes. yes. Yes, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. Because, and just like Tyler says in Fight Club, oh, I shouldn't have said the title. Yeah, but, Yeah, that's right. We can't really like talk about it. Tyler says in the thing we can't talk about, <laughs> he's like, you want to be like me? You want to look like me? You want to fuck like me? You want to do all that just like me? And in a way, he probably is like, God, I wish I had what Ferris has. Yeah, and which is probably why he hung out with him. Maybe yeah, some of that'll rub off on me because clearly Ferris annoyed the hell out of him. Yo, you know
1: yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, but Ferris would push him to do things that he wouldn't no normally God, do on his own. All the time, yeah, know?
0: which you need that kind of friend sometimes.
1: And Ferris, I realized watching it again, he as selfish as he seems, he's really unselfish.
0: He's, I, I agree
1: because he did everything that day. So Cameron had a good day.
0: Yes, he he was very concerned with Cameron's day. Yeah, although it got effed in the end. Yeah, um, he was very concerned with Cameron's day. Yeah, and he wanted he wanted him and the chick to have a good time that day.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
0: know? And he showed him a good time, bro.
1: He did. That's what that that's what he was there for. He was there to like because he knew school was ending mm-hmm. and they were going to go their separate ways.
0: And I think he realized. I think he knew like. Cameron's my boy. I love him. I want this kid to, when he leaves me, I want this kid to have a great memory of me, and I want him to be a slightly changed person for the better, yeah. because of me.
1: And to see, because he obviously Cameron's a hypochondriac. Yeah, he he has a twisted yeah. home life, as yeah. Ferris says. You know, I think Ferris is the one character in these films that doesn't hate his parents. He
0: doesn't. Yeah,
1: he, he actually. Good parents. Yeah, and he actually He's loves the them. Parents. Yeah, because they love him. Yeah. Unconditionally. Like,
0: yeah, and his mom was dope. She was riding for... That's, my mom would have been the same way. Oh, he didn't play sick that many times. He was... No, she was riding yeah. for... Oh, I believe him. She yeah. was riding for him. I'm like, he had good parents. Yeah. They, you know what? You're right. All these films, out of the four films we're talking about, there's a bad home dynamic in pretty much all of them. Yeah. Right and, and some worse than yeah. others. Yeah. But Ferris did like his parents. Yeah. And... Cameron had the typical rich, never there, like,
1: yeah.
0: I pay no attention to my kid type of parents.
1: And and that's what annoyed a lot of these kids in these films. Like, the parents had no time for them. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, yeah, it's weird because Ferris, like, all his parents, his mom even came home during the day to check on him. Yep, she came home. And, yeah. know, of course, he had his sweet yeah. little <laughs> contraption. <laughs> yes. So that's, yeah. a,
0: that's one thing I really like about this film, too, is just... A lot of detail into all his little tricks and stuff like that. I'm yeah. like, that was... I'm wondering if John Hughes wrote all that stuff in himself?
1: He must have, because he also wrote Home Alone.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, oh, that's Contraption City. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. We'll, Chris, around December, we'll do a Home Alone episode. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll just do, like... We'll do some Christmas movie episodes. Yeah. Cause I love Home Alone
1: so much. Because there's a lot of good... Uh, Christmas films. I'm not gonna say like Home Alone, but like how Home—they're Christmas adjacent. Yes, I'll say, yes. yeah,
0: yeah. Because Home Alone isn't really about Christmas. No, it's, it's about really holidays. Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like like the weapons set in Christmas time. Yeah, hard, Die Hard. You know, yeah, they're, but they're not really about
1: the them. Princess Bride. The Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, hell, Fanny and Alexander, a great Swedish film from Ingmar Bergman. Yeah. After a movie set at Christmas time, apparently in Sweden, it's a tradition that. Swedish people watch that movie every single year. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm like, oh, that's awesome.
1: It's that good. Bro. You were talking about it last week. Bro. You did say, because it's a period piece, right? It is
0: a period piece, bro. It's a a top five movie. Bro, I think this is just my opinion. I've heard other people say this, but this is just my opinion. I've seen it like three times now. Every time I watch it, I love it more and more. But after the first time I watched it, I was like, this is one of the best movies ever made. Wow. My question. I was like, I was so sad when it ended. I was like, I know I've been watching a film for over three hours, but can I get another hour of this? I did not want <laughs> to leave that world. I didn't want to leave that world.
1: That's how we felt after uh, Across the Spider Verse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Dude. like I was this. Like, Spider Man. This is horrifying because it ended. Yeah.
0: I was like, bro. And I'm like, I've been talking about that movie so much too, Because I'm like, guys, real. You know, I think we only got wait, wait, you know, another year before we get to the next one. I'm feeling like a drug addict scratching my. Neck I know
1: some people are saying bad. it might not be out when they say, it because well,
0: look what they did to us. This time. I
1: know, I know. Oh. So it's. Uh,
0: I've never been so excited for the next entry of a film immediately after I watched that. Entry. Yeah, like,
1: like they could have just kept playing it, and I would have been like, this is perfect.
0: Yeah, like, see, the beauty of seeing Star Wars, when I first did it, I was like, I watched Empire, I was like, oh, and I could put Return of the Jedi. Right, right in. Right after. Yeah. <laughs> right, so. Yeah. had to wait. When I was a kid, there was a three-year wait. Yeah, yes. That's, yeah. I don't know how people did it. Three, the,
1: probably the longest three years Dude, ever. yeah,
0: like. This time from Across the Spider Verse till it comes out, it's going to feel like forever. Because right now, to me, it's the only film this year that I think is like like up there, up there. Like it's the only one. And I enjoyed some films that came out this year, but Across the Spider Verse is the one so far.
1: Well, next week, I know you're going to watch The Flash. Yeah, because it come yeah. it comes yeah. out digitally, yeah. so to be available. So I want to know what you think about it because it's sort of, you know, I'll say multiverse, whatever. But it's a unique take on it and a unique story. So I'd like to know what you think. I know it's not going to have the same impact as Across the Spider Verse because I don't. I don't think anything what will. will. Yeah, yeah. Show. Any n- nothing will because that that film honestly the probably game blew game everything game out of the game game water. Game. Yeah. yeah. But but I I really want to know what you think about the Flash because I know you're an Ezra Miller fan, oh, yeah. you're a Michael Keaton fan, oh, yeah. and it's I'm an Affleck fan, you're a Ben Affleck yeah. fan, you're a Michael Shannon fan. Yeah, I'm like, I like everybody yeah. involved in this picture. Yeah, so so I want to know what you think as to what they they do and how they handle their um, their roles. All right. So I, I'm excited for that. All right, Ben yeah okay, and anyway um, yeah you know, sorry we
0: get a little track. so ferris ferris so yes I we got it there, ferris, I, uh, yeah i'm not even sure either but oh we're talking about contraptions and stuff oh right? yes yeah, so yes ferris, yes you know ferris is slick he's got all this cool stuff you know his room is super cool it's got it's the typical dope teenage room yeah he even has player. i think a poster of the Smiths. he does yes he does. i'm like he's got some yep. cool posters up in there yeah and like we said, Ferris is a happy child. He Ferris is. isn't depressed. He loves his he life. He loves his life. He does. Yeah. And he loves his life so much that he feels like, I deserve to have a nice day and do what I want. Yeah. And I think unlike all the other John Hughes films, I feel like he made this film with the sole purpose of you just having a good time with Ferris.
1: Yes. you Like, you're right there with him. You're right there with and, him. And that's probably why the... Uh, breaking of the fourth wall yes, yes. that that like, way you like, feel like, like you're the there with you, him bro. yeah, yeah. Like i'm here with you that's a good Cause, point because even no one else breaks the fourth wall until the very end mm-hmm. with ed rooney the yep. the principal, the principal. Mm-hmm. like i think when he's sitting in the seat he just like looks at the camera for the first time because of that that girl sitting next to him yep. and it's like wow even he knows that there's People watching it Mm -hmm. and how terrible it looks. Yeah. 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 And
0: I mean, Rudy's a great villain, though, because, like, you've never seen a principal go to this length. No, to catch a guy playing hooky
1: no like, not at all
0: especially when the parents are on board like, yeah usually when the parents are on board whatever it's your education you know yeah but he was determined to catch this man he up. was and so was his, his sister, sister though yeah, yeah at what? first
1: and yeah. you, you know one of the most brilliant parts in this film and I, I love it every time I see it he's dancing Ferris mm-hmm. is dancing in his room to the theme of I Dream of Jeannie uh-huh. And the next scene, he cuts to someone yelling his sister's name at the school. Yep. And what's his sister's name? Genie. Yeah. It's playing. I dream of Genie. And then they're like, Genie.
0: It's slick, slick editing. Oh my like, god, just like I you love it. Earlier, that's yeah. really good editing. You yeah, know, editing it's slick.
1: It just blows my mind every time I see it.
0: Yo, wait, that's the chick from Dirty Dancing, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yep. Right, yeah. yeah so pre nose pre job. nose job, yeah. Jennifer Grey. Yeah, she
0: really shot her career, huh?
1: She kind of did because she didn't look bad at all. She
0: didn't. I was like, you were fine. And then, like, yeah, after the nose job, I was like she stopped getting roles. Yeah, was, like, you were in Dirty Dancing, dude. That movie made what three, four hundred million.
1: That's she crazy was crazy. she was crazy for Swayze. She was. Wasn't. You you know what? Uh, Johnny was right. Nobody puts baby in a corner because a nose job is not nobody. Yep. Hey. Or maybe maybe it would be nobody because it's not a person. It's, it's a, a person. nose job. It's a nose job. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. But, that's funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was long-winded, but. Yeah,
0: but I mean, I, I think I think Ferris, it's a it's a fun film. I think it's its themes are light and fun. Yeah. You know, I think I think to me, Ferris is just about appreciating life, really, and taking everything it has to offer in. You know, yeah. That's kind of what I that's kind of what I take away from Ferris because like like we break down Sixteen Candles in Breakfast Club. We could break them
1: down. I posted that the other day. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just oh, wanted man. to show you.
0: Oh, maybe you should send me that. I'll edit it into this. Okay, I will. I will. Yeah. but uh, <laughs> I, I think I think uh, like we broke down sixteen in, um Breakfast Club. We had tons of themes going on in it. Yeah, a yeah. Of, a lot of stuff that's actually you know pretty layered through where.
1: Ferris is just about fun, it's right? Fun. It's about it's having a fun. fun.
0: Movie, it's about having fun, letting loose, and, and
1: and loving Chicago. Yo,
0: and loving Chicago. I do love Ferris. I think Ferris is the best use of the city of Chicago. Yes, out of all these films, the
1: city is the main character.
0: Yeah, I'm like, oh, the parade scene. Yeah, oh, one of the most iconic, you know, dance singing songs oh, yeah. ever. Like, yeah, people are there's still dudes. Dressing up with the leopard vests and stuff. For really? Halloween. I see it all every year. Wow. Up. It's the Abe Froman outfit. Yeah. He's <laughs> made a Ferris Bueller Edition sneaker, and it, really, it's got the patterns of the outfit. Wow, yes, yeah, yeah, they're really expensive now. I believe they it, they only made a certain like outfit. a limited, yeah. Wow, um, they were awesome. I was like, Man, I would love to get these, and I was so price. I was like, I guess I would um, <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's like that that outfit's iconic, that scene is iconic, yeah. Like, they, they do show Chicago in a beautiful light, and it's a beautiful yeah. day, like you said, it's a gorgeous day because. Chicago in the spring and summer is awesome, man. It's awesome. It's fun. Winter, put your gloves and your hats on, but
1: Well, you know it's spring, I guess, when the movie takes yeah, place. So still, they
0: are still in school. Yeah, you know, and like, it's during baseball and, season. It's baseball season. Yeah. yeah. And you know, you're you near and he said a couple months we're going away. So you you're guessing yeah. by March, maybe. Yeah. You know, March maybe early April. So I think I think it's just it's it's just a culmination of fun. It's just I think John Hughes was like I just want to make a movie that everybody can laugh with, have some iconic ass scenes in. It, yeah. People are going to talk about for a long time. And I mean, you made a star out of Matthew
1: Broderick. Yeah, right? he did because he was in. Um, I think Max Dugan returns and the Manhattan Project before that, but he was mostly known for like Broadway stuff. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. He he's after. still he's still known for it, but I mean, at the time, when was
0: Biloxi Blues? It was
1: '87. It was '87. It was like so, the year okay, after. after. Okay, yeah. yeah.
0: So. I mean, he did start going because then Glory came out soon Oh, yeah, that. yeah. That was like 89. Yeah, yeah, Glory. So, I and mean, and
1: he, we love him in Election. Yeah. Oh,
0: uh, God, yeah. I was, I was talking. I was literally telling my sister about Election today. I was wow. Like, I
1: was like, it's an offbeat, weird movie, but you need to watch Incredible. it. Incredible. Alexander Payne? Yes. Bro. I just started watching. There's a show on Netflix because Sandra Oh is his ex-wife, I think, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. She's in some show Felicia was uh, showing me the other day called The Chair. Where she becomes the chair of an English department at a university. Mm. I think Amanda Peet like co-created the show. Pretty good. Yeah, it's actually not bad. It was. I watched a couple episodes with her, and I'm like, I I could keep watching this. this. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Always good. I mean, I mean, Sandra Oh is good in anything she does. Yeah. And you know, the other guy who stars in it, I don't know if I've seen him in anything before, but he's pretty good. Kind of like this aloof professor, but he's good at being aloof. Sometimes and, that's hard
0: to pull off.
1: Yeah. Like, and but. and a couple of like older older actors, but it's it's different cuz it seems like it's from the faculty's perspective. Yeah. So Which it's is a, always fun. Yeah, it's a college show from the from the perspective of faculty, so I find that interesting. Which
0: is cool cuz you usually get faculty perspectives from high school. You rarely get it yeah. from college. Yeah. Rarely yeah, yeah. You get it from college. Yeah. So that that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I mean, hey, You had a great performance, though, out of uh, Matthew. Speaking of election, though. Oh yeah, Reese Witherspoon, best
1: role ever. It's eligible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't even read this. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: I like. I'm like. I don't even think she pronounced it right, but the way she does it, just so quickly.
0: She does it quick. It makes you feel like what it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. She's like. Half these kids are burnouts. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Making me want to watch that tonight. I have it on and, Criterion, bro. And look, man, the, one of the best scenes
1: is when, um, when, when the dude is like falling. I, I guess that they show him with the skiing accident, skiing? right? Oh my God. And it's like two different yeah, scenes. It's, you it's, can it's tell <laughs> it's like stock footage. Which, and of course, like, what are you yeah. going to film a guy
0: getting extremely injured? Yeah, floor. no, you're not. But it,
1: it's great. It's so good. Because it's like apples and oranges. I like bananas, too. I like, he, exactly. I also
0: like bananas. Yeah. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> Try to explain politics to him. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. To like, an idiot. Wait, no. But he's the dumb job. Yeah,
0: he is the epitome of a dumb yes. job. But he was sweet. Yeah, Chris Klein's yeah. first Cline, role. Yeah. Was that his first role? Because I, I think it was before American Pie. Pie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. He had a great 99.
1: He did, he man. He had a great 99. Yeah. Those are
0: two great films to be in. Like, yeah. Two of it's the best high school movies ever.
1: Especially for like your first films.
0: Right? Yeah. I'm like, Yeah. And people were like, who is this guy? He was big, handsome. Yeah. Up, like,
1: Just call him Oz because like, he was Oz Striker, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: He said, you can call me Oz if you want. She said, what's your middle name? He said, I ah, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love that movie too. Yeah. You know, I, people have been trying to hate on American Pie lately. Really? And it's like, they're like, oh, it's too graphic and it's too this and offensive and this and that and misogynistic and all that. I'm like, man, it fit the times.
1: It yeah. Fit the time. But at the same time, like, is it any different than like 16 candles? No, no. Yeah. I don't
0: think so. But apparently people have all with 16
1: candles. Yeah.
0: I'm so sensitive
1: now. Yeah. It's like, like just appreciate it for what it was. It was yeah, 1999. 1999, yeah, man. Two yeah different yeah people you know, thought the world's gonna end in 2000 you know. yeah another thing like, oh well there's there's homophobic jokes in it i'm like guys that was normal back then it was it was just like and listen it, i'm a black dude telling you
0: i wouldn't be shocked if someone called me the n-word in the 50s okay yeah I be, <laughs> yeah i mean
1: i hate to say it but yeah, yeah I'm you're I'm right i'm gonna be shocked you know? yeah yeah
0: i'm not saying i'm not saying it's okay but it was a reflection of the times so you know? yeah
1: so yeah what do you expect yeah. like and and you got to think about like the types of characters portrayed in the film. So, mm-hmm. like you know, you have like the jock, you have yeah. some nerds, but Nerd. but they're all friends at they're this all point. Friends, yeah. So it's yeah. almost like uh, the progression from the Breakfast Club. Yes, yes.
0: Now, yes, now that you know what all those stereotypes are actually friends. Star- yeah, it was kind of like the starting point. American Pie era would have been the starting point of the intermingling of yeah. flicks. Yeah, Now, like if you watch a movie like Twenty One Jump Street where they you know they go back into high school and they see how different it is like cause there's this one scene where Channing Tatum's like okay those are nerds okay those are goths, okay what are those okay what are those <laughs> there's all these new clicks and all yeah, these new people yeah. and he's like wait a minute so the popular kids are like kids that care about the environment and play acoustic guitar? I don't understand. It's <laughs> like it's it's different. And like Yeah like American Pie would have been kind of the middle benchmark yeah. So pro- pro- progress to something like that. So,
1: and it also like reset the standard because it it brought more of like the Animal House kind of the, aesthetic or whatever. Boys yeah. Style. To to the teen comedy, mm-hmm.
0: which they were still nerds because like in Animal
1: House, they were kind of they really they were have, the they nerds. They
0: were they were nerds, but they were like the nerds you definitely
1: wanted to know. Yeah, the party know? animal they nerds. The party animal nerds. Yeah, because like, you had um.
0: Who? What was the name of the like the dude who ran everything? The slick dude. He always had the little. Oh my god, Otter. Otter, Otter. I was like, I was like yeah, that was his movie. Yeah, yeah like, Otter. Animal. He was cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Guy anybody would
1: have wanted. Because because he that. had Bluto. Yeah, Bluto. It, it was like the most famous character in the in the film, but it was Otter's movie. Yeah,
0: with his, with his, with his I love Tim
1: Matheson as Otter, man. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, incredible. He was great. I was incredible.
0: Like, oh, now I'm after lunch. I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. I, I was going through some old DVDs and I was like. Oh, Animal House.
1: That uh, used to be my son Evan. It used to be his favorite movie. I mean, it it
0: was it was definitely. I used to watch it all the time. Yeah, like
1: when I was like seven. You know? I I think I gave it to him when he was like nine. Yeah, like, <laughs> which sounds terrible, it, but
0: I guess. It did, but you know, what looking back on Animal House, it's really not that bad. No, some stuff that comes
1: out. No, comes no the stuff that, that, that came later movie. had to escalate. Yeah, I'm like, it's yeah, it's that whole Dark Knight thing mm-hmm. where, where they talk about because Batman came out, the villains. There's escalation, yeah. So like Animal well, House would be the Batman, mm-hmm. and everything that came after. That's why you have Porky's yeah, after Porky's was after, yeah,
0: yeah. That's yeah. Why Porky's was what, probably what six, seven years
1: after. I thought the first one was like oh, maybe was like two, two, yeah, 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 I think, yeah. That sounds about right. But then even like the slasher flicks, like Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. you know, they had to escalate after oh, Halloween, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, Halloween yeah, scared
0: them side of you yeah and yeah like you don't even see many people die in the film like, no like, like all the kills come at kind of one time and you don't really necessarily see them all but gosh darn it john carpenter knew how to build some suspense yeah. bro like, especially with the music
1: too the music, you know that's that's his best score yeah he's, he's his best score i mean he's did a lot of good scores yeah his best when he's trying to kill jamie lee in the closet you know, oh
0: bro when i first saw that I thought my heart was gonna jump out of my chest. <laughs> I was like, "Ain't way to run." <laughs> <So she's... laughs> I was uh, like, "Man, I was that stereotypical black dude like, just, like at the TV." But uh, wow, but yeah, so like, with Ferris Bueller, though. Yeah, I mean he he is was. Definitely a culmination of all these different types of people. Yeah, which is why I think everyone likes Ferris Bueller. I don't yeah. know too many people who are like, yeah, Ferris Bueller. is just ah, I. I haven't met too many people yeah. who don't
1: like Ferris Bueller. You know what he is? I just realized. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you look at like the original X Men, you have Cyclops, you have Angel, mm-hmm. you have Beast, mm-hmm. you have Iceman, and you have Marvel Girl, but she's telekinetic. We're just gonna look at the guys, right? Those those are the guys. If you look at all their powers, they're essentially, if you separate Superman from certain powers that he has, because Cyclops has, like, what would be heat vision, Iceman has, oh, like, yeah, the, freeze, the breath, freeze breath, Angel can fly, fly. Beast is, like, strong so and agile. Hell. So you have that. So Ferris Bueller being... Like, if you take, like we said, the characters from Breakfast Club into one, so he would be the Superman. Be that Superman. the Breakfast Club would be the X Men. Yes, they would. Because, like <laughs> you yeah. said,
0: he's the best of all. Of them, yeah, Superman, yeah. Not the worst. Yeah. So
1: he's, yeah, that's a wow. I,
0: guys, I know your mind just got blown
1: here. Yeah, mine now, did too, and I it was thought like, of like, it. I just thought right <laughs> there on the spot. Yeah.
0: That was, a, that was an incredible, incredible comparison. I mean, yeah, Ferris but, Bueller is essentially the Superman. Of John Hughes' movie. Yeah, of Shermer High. Yeah, of Shermer High. Yeah. <laughs> and, I gu- and, yeah. I, and I guarantee you, if you ask John Hughes, how old is John Hughes now?
1: What, he he died in 19, he, or 2009. Shit, he's been dead that long. Yeah, yeah 2009, he passed away. Dude, he, was, he wasn't that old. No, I think he was maybe 59 yeah, like, when he, he passed. Yeah, not that old if he died. Yeah, yeah. so, so he was young doing these films. He was in his like early yeah, 30s. Yeah, he was. Early yeah. to mid-30s doing these. I think he was 36 when he did Ferris Bueller because Alan Ruck, who does, who plays Cameron was 29 and he's, that's and he's insane. like, John Hughes was only like six or seven years older than I was.
0: That's insane. I yeah. That guy was young, man. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Holy hell. Yeah. Cause Matthew was probably in his 24 20s maybe. Too. Yeah. Early yeah. 20s. Yeah.
0: I was like, he was definitely
1: young. So I think was Sloan was the Sloan. youngest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She was probably like,
1: like 18, 18 or 19. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: Something like that. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good way to break it down. But I'm like, John Hughes I think that's I think if you asked him if we could pull him out of his grave and ask him he would probably tell you Ferris is his favorite character he's written it would
1: have to be it would have to be man yeah because he he could do no wrong, he do no wrong he, he's kind of like Bugs Bunny too cuz think about Bugs Bunny no matter what situation he gets into, he uses his brains to get out, out of of it. It. Yeah, yeah. get out of it. Yeah. He's he's too, too smart he's to, too get too to get caught. And and he's too smart to let someone like like think about what he says in the in Shea Louis the restaurant. Mm-hmm. He's like, if I'm gonna get caught, it's not gonna be exactly. by a guy yeah, like yep, that. Yep, yep,
0: exactly. And and we know what
1: he means when he says that, but it was the eighties. Yeah. But but at the same time, I think he just means anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean,
0: dude, he was Three steps ahead of his principal at all times. That's a grown yeah. man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and imagine what he's going to be when he's going through more life experience. And his dad was
1: right next to him how many times, yeah. and he still didn't know he, he still was still there. still didn't know. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm like, bro, yeah. he's slick as oil. Right? So, so he's either Bugs Bunny or Superman. Either way, he's the he's best at what he does. He's,
0: he's Superman's abilities with Bugs Bunny's wit. Yes, so that's yes. That's it is. I mean, as we know, Superman, especially Clark Kent, was, yeah. you know, hi, jolly, yeah, jolly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's more
1: the the Brian for yeah, The Breakfast Club. He, yes, he
0: is. Like, yeah. But I do love, like, Clark Kent trying to be
1: human. Oh, my God, he, yeah.
0: It's just so, especially
1: when you watch Christopher Reeve. Oh, Christopher Reeve,
0: so, man, he... He killed that
1: role. Yeah. So, like, That's man. why it's so difficult for people to watch Superman things... That aren't Christopher Reeve oh, because, man, a hard time, man. yeah, because he just was that character yeah, was. so well. Because
0: even though, like, because even though, like, bringing it back to Batman,
1: yeah, all these
0: Batmans and they're so everyone has their Batman they
1: love, yeah, yeah, but
0: everyone can appreciate every other Batman,
1: yeah. But there are people who are like, I'm
0: not watching Superman properly unless it's animated or Christopher
1: Reeves. yeah, no, yeah. That's the only way. With which reminds me there's a new Superman cartoon it, new episodes on Max I think Thursdays or Fridays my adventures with Superman it's anime influenced Whoa, it's of anime. yeah I know it's really good you should check it out All right, that, oh it's man. on Adult Swim I think Thursday oh, nights that's great, and man. and then it's on Max like the next day Oh, great. Okay, yeah uh, Jack Quaid does the voice of Superman oh, so Huey pulling up, man. he is up he is so. He got the boys he got that he just did scream five yeah oh um, he's just in another movie i just watched he was good in. he's he's coming up man. he was the voice of Gwen's peter in across the spider-verse wow, wow. yeah he's killing it man. yeah he's good man yeah he's, he's good i mean good pedigree too i mean his parents are yeah, great my
0: like, dude you got a good family yeah family. yeah hell i mean technically he's
1: related to randy too right that, uh yeah so, i mean he, that would be his uncle listen how about Randy I'm Quaid cousin, from the 80s? Cousin, I'm like, yeah, I'm
0: like, or girl, or cousin, even
1: from Independence Day. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I love Independence
1: yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah. You
0: know, cousin, uh... God, what
1: the hell? Eddie. Eddie yeah, like Cousin, cousin Eddie. Eddie. One of the best Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, lately, Randy Quaid's been kind of iffy, let's crazy. say. Yeah, but he is older. He is old. So, so we don't know... You know, if there's other issues that could be there, yeah. but Randy Quaid uh, up to like '96 because that's when Independence Day came out. Man, he was
0: killing. Yeah. Shit was full. <laughs> 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 God,
1: uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he was everywhere. He, he was. was. Yeah. But
0: yeah, Ferris man Ferris Bueller. Honestly, like thematically, Ferris isn't that strong. But entertainment no, was it, yeah. it's probably going to entertain you the most out of the four films. Yeah. It definitely flows the best. It's, it's and it's fun. And you're it right. It gets your attention. There's stuff going on. Every scene has something worth watching it
1: for. And because Ferris learns nothing, his character has... I'm not going to say the worst arc, because he doesn't really have an no, arc. he doesn't have an arc. It's no. right about Cameron. It's about Cameron, and it's about Jeannie. Yeah. Because Jeannie learns Jeannie from... Jeannie
0: learns to love.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, she, and she learns from, like... Drugged up, Charlie Sheen, which is just Charlie Sheen. Yeah, that um, <laughs> that she doesn't, she can have her own life and not care and what her brother like, does. What he does, yeah, yes. she can love herself. She can
0: love herself, and it's yeah, like, without you know, comparing herself to her brother. Yeah, because you're like you're living in Ferris's shadow all yeah. the time. because he was supposed to be younger than her, right?
1: Yeah, he's like a year. Yeah, he's younger. But oh, you yeah. oh no, I think she's a year younger. Oh, she's because he's younger. getting ready to graduate. That's right.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So it's like because I'm like man because I'll. When I when I was re-watching this, I was like, "Me and my sister would not have snitched on each other. Like me and her, <laughs> yeah. there's so many things that girl did. Mom, sorry if you hear this. I'll never tell you about, <laughs> even though she drives me crazy. I will still never tell my mom. She's yeah, growing code Yeah, yeah. There was stuff I did she would never tell my mom about. You know. Yeah, I had way more dirt on her than she did. On me. But. <laughs> You know, it's it, probably better that way. It is. I like it better. That yeah, one yeah. Sounds more trustworthy with a secret. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But so that that they do really both have the strongest arcs, and I think grow the most. Yeah, they the do. Film. And I think the I really think the overall theme of the movie is to live in the moment. Yeah. Take life as it comes, and just you know enjoy. Wake up and smell the flowers. You yeah.
1: Life moves at, pretty fast. It,
0: yeah, look at the glass <laughs> half full. Yeah. Hey, don't look at it half empty. It's just I think it's just a movie about having a positive mindset,
1: truthfully. Hey. And I think you're right because it's about Ferris being selfless. Mm-hmm. Cuz he does it all for Cameron. Yes. And he even wants to marry Sloane. And and that's another thing about how like he is actually planning for the future because even Sloane when they part ways when he has to run home, she's like he's going to marry me. Yep yeah so so is. even though you're only with them for that like 10 hours or whatever you know there is a future there even if it's up in the air yeah because he's worried because she has another year of school mm-hmm. and his sister's going to be there with her <laughs> but like, hey somebody but, her. but their relationship <laughs> changes by the end his relationship with his sister i mean yeah yeah, oh, yeah. like because she saves him from she saves him. yeah I'm like she
0: came collection the yeah year. yeah and she was kind of like yo you dude like, yeah I, I loved her at the end you
1: know? yeah like,
0: yeah because the first half you're like dang man why are you, why are you hating so hard yeah man? like shit you did school too then who
1: cares yeah
0: you may not be as slick but who's stopping you yeah you know why are you gotta block his shot and then yeah
2: you know, yeah as, as, towards the
0: end you're like you know what she's all right she's all right so
1: yeah
0: let's give a grade on it.
1: oh you know what i I love Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but I might just give it a B. I
0: would give it a B. I would give it a B to a B plus one. Okay. One, because it is lacking so much thematically. Yeah. And it is just, all it is is escapism for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There's, and not to say that every, obviously, we love movies because they're escapisms, but every now and then you definitely want. Your, your film served up with with something to leave you
1: thinking and it's more a love letter to chicago it really is so i think that's where if there is anything lacking thematically that's why yeah because it needs to focus on what you can do in chicago mm-hmm. which is isn't well, I, isn't a bad thing yeah, though well, it's yeah. not bad it's, of, it's just kind of like you know the plot is a kids skip school the principal's tired of it so it's sort of like if the principal from the Breakfast Club would have gone after yeah, John Bender. Yeah,
0: I'm going to take action. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's really what it is. Yeah. And then he gets screwed over because yeah, it's like Wiley e. Coyote trying to Truck go after Bugs, from Roadrunner, the Roadrunner, yeah. or there were a few Roadrunner. with Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny yeah, yeah. You know, drop an acme anvil on him. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I mean, it's, I, I will say, yeah, I like, I like so, a solid B for sure. Strong B. Yeah, solid yeah. B plus um, up there. But. Entertainment wise, if you like if you like a fun movie, you will like Ferris Bueller.
1: Yeah. You've never
0: seen it. So and,
1: last... and now Pretty in Pink, yeah. I'm gonna grade it first. It's an F. Uh, <laughs> just overall. Like Okay, okay. I like that. I like
0: that. I like that. Let's do that. We're gonna grade grade them first. Okay. And we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna see if the grades change by the end. Yeah, okay. Like okay. Okay. So our friend here is gonna give a fat fat failing. Yes, failing. I'm going to give it a C-. Okay. Okay.
1: Now, it, can I explain a little bit maybe as to why I give it
0: Absolutely. that? Absolutely. I thought we were all up to
1: here. Okay, so really quick. Um, the the film is just about a, a girl from the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah,
0: wrong side of the tracks. Qu- quite long. literally. I think there are tracks yeah, there. there's tracks. It's not that wrong. Yeah.
1: So well, her name is Andy. Yeah. So he reuses the same names a lot, it seems. He must forget. So it's John Hughes wrote this film. He didn't direct it. Howard Deutsch directed Howard it. Deutsch. And the guy who directed, I think, some kind of wonderful and Yeah, he did some kind of and, wonderful and, and I think a couple other John Hughes written films he I mean, did.
0: Who didn't say anything?
1: a uh, Cameron Crowe. Cam- oh. Yeah. Bro, that's yeah, yeah, right. Cameron Crowe. That was what
0: kicked him off really,
1: like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. cuz he wrote Fast Times but Amy Heckerling, Amy Heckerling. who did uh, did, uh European, European Vacation and, and Clueless. Uh, Clueless, yeah. yeah, so I yeah. Was like, yo, one of the best And yeah. and Loser. Have you ever seen Loser? With, with Jason Biggs, yeah, right. yeah, it yeah, yeah. was good. What a great movie! I'm yeah, one of the few people that saw it in the theater. Also, Loser
0: is great. Someone's yeah, like the, the, the hat with the, the Yeah, yeah, driver. yes, that was good. Yeah,
1: with Mina you Suvari were pretty, from yeah, also also from. The only guy in the theater. Yeah, I was my me and my friend uh, Jeffrey yeah, at the, the time. We went to ones see it. In the yeah, yeah. but my it, mom watched that one day randomly when I was. But like, I knew Amy Heckerling directed. it. I'm like, she's a good she's director. Yeah, so it was underrated. Very underrated. Especially for Jason Biggs, because that was he got a little more swelled after American That's Pie, American Pie yeah. yeah, and it was before Saving Silverman. Saving
0: Silverman's freaking hilarious.
1: Yeah, with like, Amanda like, Peet, who yeah. co-created and co-writes that show, The Chair, which is crazy. Yeah, um, so so, so anyway. Oh, so he ain't even oh. the main
0: character in that.
1: Well, no, because it's like Jack Black and Steve Zahn. like yeah. they're, they're so singing Neil funny. Diamond, man. Yes, they're yes. Are so funny. And, and even um, oh my god, the. What is it like? R. Lee Ermey, the, the guy who was like the. The, coach? the, the Yeah, Yo, yeah, because he was so a sergeant in Full Metal, Full Metal, Metal Jacket. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he He's, he's so, probably one of the best he's characters. So funny in that movie. Yeah, yeah. That being gay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just a crazy, <laughs> so weird. Funny. Yeah. Hey, who? Yeah, sorry. So, so, you hate it. Like, yeah, so I, it. I hate it. So, she, she ends up like kind of falling for like a rich guy. A
0: Richie.
1: A Richie. Yeah. And, you know, she works in a. Record shop. Her best friend is like her, kind of a dorky, nerdy guy, and that's fully in the friend zone. And yeah, yeah, basically. And that's basically the the plot of the story. She falls for this guy. He sort of falls for her. The guy, the Richie's friend, doesn't like her because she's not rich. Yeah, he's and, still wanted to hit. and and so it's about <laughs> it's about class warfare. It is, but still, really. he still wanted to hit. Yeah, he she did turn him down. Yeah, and so now he's mad. I think he's mad. A, yes,
0: I do think he's like, bro, you know, the pories or whatever they yeah. call them, they're just for a little fun and you kick them to the side. Yeah. And I think he was also mad the fact that he could pull her and he couldn't. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, hey, freaking Steph, bro. Yeah. James like, Bader, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm Ultron. Yeah, right? I'm like, which is crazy. You know? Yeah, you know, yeah. Who would have thought?
1: Yeah.
0: He would have been Ultron. 20 years later. Yeah. Man, whatever. But he's actually good as all. He, he is, is good. So yeah. He was good as all. But. Yeah, man. They So. I gotta. I do gotta agree with Jamie. There is. Like, this movie is frustrating. Yes. And. It frustrated me because, bro, I felt like I was watching a film about, like, biracial dating in the
1: 50s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they couldn't have it be... Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Can
0: you believe she likes a rich guy? A female who wants a rich guy. That's so insane. He
1: he must have a bigger bank account. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, it seems like all his films, like, because they're not diverse they have those themes of diversity but without 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 the 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 diversity diversity. (laughs) yeah it's like it's like white on white crime you know and it's it's weird because when you realize it it makes it there's this weird dissonance it
0: is because like what like about halfway through the movie when, when pretty much when ducky finds out like she's really feeling him and he freaks out i'm like why is everyone so mad? Because she likes a rich guy? Yeah. It's not strange. Yeah. Like, it's never been weird ever in the history of life. No.
1: For a woman to
0: want a guy with money. So
1: so here's the question, though. So who, who would be brown in that scenario? Would it be her? It's her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah like just she's checking. Four, yeah. 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 Okay. I'm sorry. Silly <laughs> yeah, me. Silly me. Yeah. No, Silly yeah, me. She's yeah. Four, so you know <laughs> she's the brown person. Yeah. Yeah. Ducky's
0: the the brown friend. Yeah. Who likes his brown friend, but she don't like him because she likes the non-brown guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's upset because how dare you step outside of our class, if not our race? Yeah. But, yeah,
1: um, you know, yeah. 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 I was just like wow when I was watching, because I saw it you know back in the day yeah
0: when I was watching it again I was like I just did not realize how social class was like really so heavy in this film yeah so like the way like the way the rich girls were treating her and her oh yeah it's terrible like, yeah and didn't uh, didn't Steph's girlfriend have like a dude name. Wasn't name like Ben or
1: something? I, it sounded like, it was, and he had a girl's he had a girl name. Yeah, name. he was yeah. Steph,
0: and she, her name was like Ben or something. Yeah, they kept saying something yeah, like that. Was yeah, like, interesting. You guys just or Benny me. wasn't it Benny? Benny. It was Benny. Yeah, yeah, it was like, Benny. Benny and Steph. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Benjamin and Stephanie. No, 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 that's not
1: what we're talking
0: about. Yeah, yeah. Just, I don't care who cares about their names, but I'm just like they—they they treated him so bad. Like, yeah, like, but the—but the my main issue is is. They act like we're talking about people like holding up cardboard signs saying, like, we'll work for food. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, you know, yeah. A decent house. I mean, Harry Dean Sands, her dad, who is an incredible actor. Yeah. Um, which he probably, I don't know, he was very miscast in this movie to me. Yeah. I'm like, he's probably too good of an actor to even be in this movie. Um, I,
1: I could have seen like Lance Henriksen or something yeah, in that role. You know, like, yeah. 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 They actually a great
0: cast. Yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah, he just. He's fine, but she, so it's just her and her father, because her mother left him. He does explain why,
1: right? I don't he, think he so. He doesn't
0: say why, he just explains like, it's it been, went down. Yeah, it's been
1: three years, yeah. and he's still pining for her, mm-hmm. and she's like, let it go, let it go. douchebag. You need yeah. to get to work, because he's like really depressed. He
0: is, it's like, bro, and she's like, get to
1: work. But she's not helping him get out of his depression.
0: She's not, and I mean, they make it seem like they're so poor. Yeah, They have a multiple house, or multiple room house. They each yeah. have
1: their own cars. Yeah. It's
0: a job. Like, she has clothes, food. Yeah. The house wasn't now, she does piece. make her own clothes. Yeah, okay. But I was, I she has too. the ability to. Yeah, I was like, I did too. Because yeah. I had a style that the stores didn't carry.
1: Yeah, but yeah. I, I learned how to make my own stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, she, she, bro, she lives
0: a regular ass middle class life. But they make it seem like this woman's literally begging for change.
2: Like, I know.
0: It seem like, yeah, oh panhandling. God, dear. That yeah. Boy, what a dude! That disgusting, dirty, poor, filthy. Yeah, cat. like she's living at
1: like the rescue mission or the YMCA yeah, or i I'm I'm like, Yeah. Yeah.
0: She and she's like, I don't want you to
1: know where I live. I'm like, yeah, and she's crying about yeah,
0: it. she's all. I'm like, bro. You probably live five minutes from here. He already, he already
1: knows where you live. Yeah,
0: he knows where you live. He knows you're not
1: a rich. Here's guy. what I wanted to know. I wonder if the house that she was admiring, like the rich house, was his house. It probably was. You know, but they never showed it because he's like, why don't we go back to my house? She's like, no, Yeah. because like. I have to be all angsty and look like I'm constipated. <laughs> she has that <laughs> constipated look yeah yeah she does they're
0: like she's always just some tight face yeah her mouth is always open she's always got her teeth showing
1: yeah always and she has a lot of teeth she has
0: a lot of teeth yeah and they're and they're big.
1: yeah she's she nice. i think she was up for like mr ed in a remake at one point <laughs> i'm not sure
0: she could have just put, put peanut butter, butter, butter on her gums and her gums.
1: <laughs> <laughs> make it look like she's talking
0: because i mean volly like like you know you guys probably heard me talk about. This. I love redheads. I love them. <laughs> Molly is not one I love, man. Molly is not a baddie, man. She's not it. Like I got said. I don't even think she's that good of an actor. She's in good films. Yeah, like she's one of those actors who it's like. I like a lot of stuff you're in, but I don't necessarily like you. You know, she's yeah. one of those type of actors. But it's like, for real though, and I don't know if it's I don't know if it was the writing of the script or if it was Deutsch's direction that really pushed this because I'm like. I understand the rich dynamic. That makes sense. We get it. Yeah. But in 85, like, I don't think it's that insane that a dude who's in the upper class to date someone who's upper middle class. Because if you live in that area, yeah. of you one, you're upper middle class. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not... not- you're, you're up Yeah, you're not living in the project. You're not even close. No, like, yeah. So involved. it's not like I'm like you live is still in a nice suburb. Yeah. Development, if right?
1: if they really wanted to make it contrast, they would have had her. She would like in good hood, times. Yeah, bro. She would have yeah. on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would have been
0: a hood white girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she, would have, she would have been all kinds of man. Yeah, she would have had, yeah. She's not even like edgy. She ain't even like an edgy. She she looks like any other girl that went to the school. The way yeah. she dressed, the way she was, she, there was nothing about. If you saw her on the streets, you would be like, that's a poor girl. That's Project Girl. Yeah. Like, that's just some regular one. You'd be like, why is she always wearing pink? Yeah, you'd be like, you just wear pink all the time. Man, yeah. Why is her mouth open?
2: Yeah, it's like, yeah, man, why?
0: questions, not, oh, what is this poor freaking parasite yeah. doing around here? Yeah. They made, I as it was like, They made her and Ducky out to be like,
1: the worst parasites, bro. yeah.
0: straight parasites. It's insane.
1: And Ducky is the best character. I think he we were talking about that between he's ourselves earlier.
0: John Cryer gives a great performance, yeah. He definitely gives the best performance. Was
1: that movie. his first film? I don't even it's know. It's gotta
0: be, it might, yeah. It's gotta, if it's not his first, it had to be his first big role, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely his first major
2: role, yeah.
0: Um, he's great in the film, he does. I was like I was talking about earlier with uh, Jamie, just a great dance number to Otis Writing song. It's awesome. Oh yeah, he I, does. Yeah, I guess it. I guess, apparently it took him a lot of takes to do it. Really? Um, yeah, I mean it's pretty complicated. It would. So they would be like,
1: they should have okay. just tried a little tenderness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what they should have done. It'll take
0: me about three weeks to get this down. Yeah. I be so nervous, for that Scene, if I was an actor. Any, if I was an actor, <laughs> any song and dance number, i be like, oh, great. Here it comes. I'd be like Leo in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'd be so stiff, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's a really great character. Um, I won't say he's likable. Like I wouldn't hang out with him as a character, but to watch him was cool. Um, and I do like the chick, uh, her manager at the record store. She was pretty cool. Who Ducky ends up getting with?
1: Well, <laughs> like, kind, of, kind of, sort of. He he tries to use her to get back at Andy. But they kind of like feel each other a little bit. Sort of, but, but then uh, Annie Potts, her character ends up going out with a different guy later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, weird. Yeah, so I don't, like, because Ducky kisses her, yeah. and she's like, you know, I kind of felt it my giblets. Yeah, she was <laughs> like, yeah, she was kind of yeah. feeling it, yeah. yeah but was... but she's like, I'm old enough to be his mom. His mom. So it's weird. Now I'm gonna go out with this other guy. Yeah, well, and it w- it looks like that was like his second or third thing he ever did. Yeah, he did like a TV that. show and maybe another movie or something, and then Pretty in yeah, Pink was, was like the third. Yeah, the yeah. Year, yeah, his yeah, breakout performance. Break but I mean, it's but but yeah. So I don't know if they actually. I don't know if it's like a Sixteen Candles situation yeah. with with like Farmer Ted and the, and the other girl, yeah. but
0: it is kind of like that. Yeah, kind of sort a situation, of. A little bit. Sort of. I mean. It was way more interesting. Six and Candles.
1: But I think... I think the direction in this film is not as good as what John Hughes was able to do.
0: If John Hughes directed this movie, it'd be way better.
1: And I think it would have happened, like, from the day before prom to prom. Yes, he would have made it. That would have been it. Yeah, because, like...
0: Because the story has to stretch over the span of like what three or four weeks, if if not months, not it, months it felt yeah. like years. Yeah, because like the part <laughs> where her and uh, Blaine stopped talking for a little bit, yeah, it felt like a gap. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, because Blaine is the is the Richie guy, the rich Andrew guy. McCarthy. Yeah, and uh, Richard, I'm sorry, Larry Wilson from Weekend at, Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm like, I don't know. I, I guess some time it went by, and then I don't like how like. He ended up feeding into like the crap his friends were saying. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, like yeah, what that the... wouldn't happen, bro. Yeah, like, as guys, like, yeah, we we take crap from, like, especially when you know you'll take crap from your boys a little bit. But if you like a girl, bro, your your boys aren't gonna stop yeah. you. Yeah,
1: I know? mean, apparently he was into something pink. Yeah, he... so I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why he would have backed off, and he was such a. Coward. Yeah. About it, because she confronts she him. She
0: confronted him. Yeah, she came right up to him, and was like, "Bro, what's good? Why are you ignore me? Why are you being this? Why are you being that?" Yeah. He's like, oh, I've been busy. Oh, oh, oh. Just be like, listen, all day broke hose.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, just say that. If yeah. Feel. yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and it's like, like oh. and she knew the reason, but he wouldn't say he it.
0: Wouldn't say it. And like, bro, is she? Yeah, man. Uh, he was terrible like, in that movie. It's frustrating. Yes. Yes. Freaking terrible yeah like, honestly i think he was the worst character yeah i preferred steph yeah <laughs> you know I mean? well
1: because james spader as terrible as he was as a character like he, played, he, he answered the assignment. yeah he gave his all yeah. so that's why he was so terrible yep. and, like to think like the next year he and andrew mccarthy are in like mannequin together yeah crazy and, as enemies
0: in real life,
1: yeah they probably were i would They're think still buddies. That's, but it's like god damn like yeah, that this movie just makes it. It made now me. Were breaking it down. Yeah, like, See, the other three... that's what the F is them. for. Yeah, frustrating.
0: That's what the F is for, because now we're like we broke down the first three. Yeah, it made me like them more. It yeah, made me appreciate this them. one. This you one hate was it more. Poor man. Yeah, yeah, because like when I watched after it ended, I was like,
1: because she was annoying. That's the problem. So she was annoying because she's like poor me, yeah, poor me, blah poor blah 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 blah. Really
0: poor me. Poor yeah,
1: and it's like like what are you doing to change your situation yeah nothing nothing and other I'm than like, complaining
0: and i'll give it to you like i'll give her credit she went and confronted him and yeah like, okay cool but it's like i don't know all she did was complain she complained about ducky all the time but yeah but then he, then loved he, him, yeah, he loved her to death and yet you wanted him around all the time but then when he wasn't around you complained about
1: him yeah he he made you feel good about yourself yeah, he, he was, was the only person so you kick him to the curb kick him to the curb. because yeah, yeah. he's like why don't we do this i feel this way about you and she's like, "No, I'd rather have the guy that doesn't that want doesn't me. Doesn't want me at all. But you yeah. know that's
0: how it goes. That's yeah,
1: everything. yeah.
0: That is the most realistic. aspect. You're not paying attention film. to me. I want you. I want you. Yeah. yeah. Mean, that is the most realistic aspect of the film. Yeah. The like, friend zone is a real thing. And yeah. It was in brother territory. <laughs> you don't come out of brother yeah. territory, bro. Yeah. You know, the chick's like, oh, I just see you
1: like a brother. And that's sad it's because like, like, like he was a great character. Like he. And maybe that was the point of the movie, to care enough about him to feel his heartbreak, yep. not really hers. Yeah. That's,
0: and, dude, you care about Ducky more than anyone else.
1: Yeah. I and it's like, it, it seems like that's how John Hughes films are. Like, you care more about, like, Cameron. Yep. Because you want to know what's going to happen to him because he, like, totally trashes his dad's Ferrari. You know, you kind of care more about, like, like Brian yep. and and even um, even Andy because Andy. Andy and because they go more into their stories yes. and their emotional pain. Mm-hmm. That's all. Like they were they were definitely too And, the two best and you care more about Jake and Ted in Sixteen Candles than you do like the main characters.
0: Yeah, yep. Jake and Ted definitely. Do
1: yeah. Not care about. Yeah.
0: What? what 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 does that all have in common? You never care about Molly Ring.
1: Oh my so god, that, you you know what you're right.
0: What comment, you never care about Molly.
1: You're right. And maybe that's on purpose. And maybe it is. Maybe and cause because like, we're saying like she's not that good of an actress, but maybe that's the reason why she was in those roles because you she's so bad you don't care about it. Yeah,
0: her. you can distance yourself from her yes. emotionally. Yeah, and yeah. Like, hey, maybe because but dude yeah. apparently John Hughes loved her, like yeah. and I guess like she, I guess she was very reluctant to do sixteen candles. Really, well, not sixteen candles. Um, uh, pretty, pretty pink. and pink. Yeah. Okay, she didn't want because you know she felt like she been playing this character. A lot. Yeah,
1: and he yeah, was really.
0: Hissed. He was mad. He was like, he they they were like, bro.
1: But he wasn't even directing yeah, it. Yeah,
0: but he was like, it's my movie and my name's attached. to it. I mean. Anything he writes, it's almost like Shane Black, you know. No matter who directs, yeah, him, yeah, his name's definitely gonna be talked about just with the director. So, yeah, he was like, "Bro, wow. He was mad at her, and she was like, "Yo, he was mad for real." And me, you know, the way life worked out, she did eventually end up doing the movie, and I guess he apologized and stuff. But like, yeah, apparently he was like, "You're the only person I want in this film." Wow. She, I guess she had made some suggestions of other actresses. He was like, "No, no, no." You know, yeah, it's not happening. You're my girl, or you think you're going. Wow, you work with somebody that much, you know? It's like that, yeah. It's like, like I, I'm afraid, like I'm like Oppenheimer's coming. I'm like, is Michael Caine gonna be in it?
1: Yeah, Morgan Freeman. You know, about, Freeman?
0: Yeah, yeah, you know they're, like they're in all the Nolan movies. So, yeah, because it's like it's just like. Tarantino, even if Sam Jackson in the movie, he probably narrated
2: it. Yeah, you know, yeah, he
0: does he, he something, did something, yeah. Same with Wes, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, Bill's usually involved, you know. Yeah, so except where, for Asteroid except City. For Asteroid City. I think it has something to do with. It was scheduling. Scheduling, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. kind of scheduling conflict, which. Definitely yeah.
1: a film that he probably wrote during quarantine. Yes,
0: yes. I think that's. Since that's it's about thing. a quarantine. Yep. Was like, <laughs> it's about a quarantine, he
1: definitely. Yeah. Was. But I felt like it was a really good. Like, the more I thought about it, I was like, "This has to be a reflection of Wes's upbringing as a kid." It could have been, and I think, because I, I think I texted you, like, it seems to be also like about the creative process of not only writing but like directing, directing and producing and, producing, producing and getting the right sets, actors for the parts. Actors, yeah. yeah, getting everything together. Because
0: that, that's the most neat and tight, like the most neat and tidy movie I think I've ever watched. Yeah, there isn't a damn thing out of place in that movie and like thing is
1: in place and and like all the scenery looks like if you took a screenshot of it it could be a postcard for asteroid city yes all the color combinations yes everything
0: yo this thing feels like the city feels everything's so clean neat and tidy it feels fake it doesn't even feel like you can actually go here yeah yeah like, like Wes's, I'm like, God, you just, this is too much detail, honestly. Yeah, It doesn't feel lived in at all.
1: No, and it's like you feel this is how bad Pretty and Pink is. We're now talking about Asteroid City. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's, it's weird to me because it's like there's no answers. There's no none. And none. and even the actors want answers, like Schwartzman's character. Wants answers, wants answers for it for his character for his that he's character. playing yes. and there's no answers at all but
0: i do love that meta aspect
1: of it yeah know. yeah because it's it it's it's like it takes you out of it because it's like a film adaptation of a play, a play and then you learn the creative process behind the play but it's like what the fuck and i love wes anderson well, love him to death but it's like even i'm like Okay, I could see Jeff Goldblum as the character he plays, yeah. but when they actually show that character, he's like, he's like a stop motion yeah, it's creation. Like,
0: it's not even like, it's like is it yeah. even Jeff? You know yeah, I mean? yeah.
1: It's only Jeff. Like when they showed behind the scenes, and then like sort of at the end.
0: Yeah, I'm like, bro. First of all, he got way too many actors. I like, just too many actors and characters. Yeah. There's far too many. Characters. Yeah, it was
1: overrun. Like Maya Hawke is in. Yeah, randomly. Yeah. yeah.
0: So many random. Liv Schreiber? Yeah. Like, yeah yes. Why is he in that? Yeah, yeah. Like, I liked the little bit he was in. I thought he was actually yeah, pretty sweet he, and funny, he, like, He's great in everything yeah, he does. Like, he's a good
1: actor. But he was, why even, was he here? He was even good in X-Men Origins Wolverine as Sabretooth. I mean, terrible film, but great actors in a yeah, terrible oh, film. Oh, yeah. It happens
0: all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, but it, it is Asteroids. Guys, I know we're talking about Asteroids. I'm going to say this. i got to see like you said this to me. I'm going to watch Yeah, this, yeah. I have to because I'm like, I feel like I still can't even properly assess it because I need to see it again. Yeah,
1: because I'm seeing it like, I know the film aspect of it is like, if you think about the 50s, that's why I think it starts off in black and white because it's like those TV anthologies from the 50s. But then the film part is obviously in color and like widescreen because it's the time of Cinemascope, time of Cinemascope and, yeah. and all the bright colors yeah. and everything. But then they keep going back to like the black and white like TV yeah. screen uh like plays on TV kind of thing like like when they would do plays live. Mm-hmm. Cuz like the first Casino Royale adaptation was on a TV show in like 1954 and James Bond was American. Really? Yeah. Like Peter Lorre oh. plays Le Chiffre oh. and and it's like an hour long Wait, so live Casino adaptation
0: Royale was was pretty much reworked
1: from that no well casino royale was a book first and so they adapted the book but they made james bond american in the first adaptation because it was like a 1954 tv show it was like a play a week or or a thing a week and it was live yeah i think barry nelson played james bond and he was jimmy bond he was an american spy yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. and it wasn't a bad adaptation yeah (laughs) And it was it wasn't a bad adaptation it's just like when you know like then you get Dr. No in 62 oh, yeah. and obviously the Daniel Craig Casino Royale like blows that it out of the water sauce, man And and they did do a a comedy Casino Royale in like 66 with like Peter Sellers, David oh, Niven Oh my god, Peter. Orson Welles I think is in it yeah, it's a bunch of different directors, that, yeah. I gotta
0: see that because I love Orson, I love Sellers. Yeah. Himself.
1: You know what? I think I have the DVD. I'll give it to you. All right. Please. I'll have to remember because the the TV version is like a bonus feature, wow. so they're both on there. Wow. But it, yeah, like it, it's it's crazy, but yeah, obviously the Daniel Craig version just blows them all out of the water. Of course. But but yeah, I think that's why he. He chose the the certain ways of showing certain things. It's kind of like in, in Grand Budapest when, the uh, when the camera types change for each era that yes. that it takes place.
0: He, he's very like meticulous yeah, like so that. Like, yes, yeah. is like that man is. I, I would love to take a step into his brain. Like, yeah, it, like it's probably so organized. Yeah, <laughs> you know it, would it would have to be. I would love to see his house. If his house is yeah. messy, I'd be shocked. Well, I
1: think he might live in France, I think. I think he does now. And that's where – it might be better to be, like, disconnected because he does – I mean, it's he's from Texas. That's where he met Owen Wilson oh, yeah. in, like, film school. But it's probably better to be disconnected so he can accurately see, like, American culture for what it is. Well, dude, remember – dude, Kubrick started making his best stuff when he moved to the U.K., Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: I would say the same thing.
1: I would say the same point for him. He was like. That's why, like, British authors, like, let's say Alan Moore, because you love Watchmen. He wrote Watchmen, like, and it's about America in in the 80s. Yeah, because he's British. So it's like his version of how he sees American culture of that time. And it makes sense because, like, the Cold War paranoia and everything. And it's like, wow, it it does make sense because America and. Soviet Union were the big Cold War powers at the time. So, yeah, that's kind of nutty. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, sorry, Anyways, sorry. Pretty, pretty in Pink, Pink sucks. Yeah, I still give it an F. Uh, <laughs> now that we're going
0: through it, bro, I'm going to have to drop it to a D, plus, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, like, Pretty in Pink, it just, I'm glad other good 90s high school films came out. Yeah. Cuz pretty in pink was kind of the punctuation point of an era. It would have kind of soured the era. Yeah. And, um you know cuz like obviously John Hughes after the 80s, he was writing more like comedy, family yeah. type stuff. He yeah. kind of definitely like like we said he did he ventured into Home Alone and Yeah, you know,
1: Uncle, uh, Buck, Uncle Buck. You say great Outdoors. Great outdoors yeah. Planes trains. Planes,
0: trains. He was definitely more into
1: the family. family Curly movies. Sue. I think he did that movie. He did Curly Sue. I think he did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a talented dude. Yeah. Honestly, was he a, was. A, he was a major talent. talent. What a talented dude. And he and he produced a lot of, of other films too. So he helped other yeah he was artists deep but in yeah. was deep in the game yeah
0: deep in the game that's
1: nutty but pretty in pink as a I think he had something to do with Beethoven also at least the first, like the one. first one i think oh, the first one yeah yeah that's probably why <laughs> that's probably why because
0: yeah, anything his stamp is on yeah is at least watchable like pretty and pink is watch listen all right we're, we're dogging it
1: but yeah but we're like, dogging it because we watch those exactly, other
0: three exactly i was gonna say we're dogging it because we're comparing it to greatness
1: yeah so it's like, if i want to watch it after those other like, three hey, films I, yeah yeah I, yeah because like yeah
0: because because remember we we're i was texting the other day when i was watching uh, the breakfast club and i was yeah like, yeah i was like i definitely think pretty Even Pink is probably gonna be the bottom yes the movie, so yes like, it would have to be yeah it's it, by the yeah. by default, breakfast club does have the best cast Oh, for sure yeah for sure Yeah, question
1: and the smallest cast the
0: smallest cast and, probably, and the best yeah and it's like I mean, it's kind of, in a way, it's kind of a claustrophobic film. It's all pretty much, Yeah. You know, for the most part, it takes place in a library. You know, they venture off into the other parts of the school here and there. Yeah, I mean, but it takes place in one spot. It's the same guys are wearing the same clothes. It's nine hours and it, it works. Yeah. You know, like, just like how the first Saw movie worked really well. You know, with. with the I
1: movie. never saw Saw. I do love James Wan as a director. So, like, Insidious, Insidious 2. Conjuring, Conjuring oh, Two conjuring Aquaman. Aquaman, um Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon. I never watched that. That's yeah, it's actually really good. Really but good. I never saw so, saw yeah, just watched the first one the with one. Carrie Elliott's, yep, Danny, Danny Glover. Danny yeah, Glover. Yeah, yeah. Just watch the first one. Okay.
0: Just watch the first
1: one. That's all you need. Because look, uh, second
0: J- one's good too, but-
1: James Wan and Lee Wano, they their collaborations were great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The first song is just so cleverly written. It's just so well written, and like the end's gonna leave you like, you're gonna be like, "Wow!"
1: Is it? Uh, I just have to ask because I, the reason I like Insidious or love Insidious and the Conjuring is for the same reason uh, Felicia does. Felicia loves like seventies horror filmmaking, and so like like when you don't see it conjuring such a good so 70s, so like right? those jump scares but without the gratuitous gore and gore, stuff yeah, yeah. is the is saw like so that
0: see dude saw bro saw has like the first one truthfully only has like one maybe two
1: scenes of gore that's awesome Where, cause it, it I, mostly, I like when things work without yes, it, it. it
0: bro, yeah it works so well without it's bro it takes place in pretty much one room and like the dude's trying to figure out how to get out this situation, but it's written so well and layered throughout. And he's like really learning and realizing a lot of things in the air of his ways and why he's in the situation he's in. And it's like, and it's about sacrifice. I mean, yeah. that's the main theme of the movie is sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice for your salvation? Yeah. It's great. Oh, wow. now made me want to watch the first. Season. Wow. <laughs> so I, I, I mean, well, they I made so many me, now. Yeah. That's what I said, don't go past two. Yeah. When I was a kid, I was like, they made a movie called Saw. like, it's about a Saw. It's going to be great. Yeah.
1: And I watched it. God damn it, it was good. (laughs) Believe it or not, I remember on demand at the time, like after it came out, you know, to watch, there was also a movie at the time called C. So, and I know, yeah, I know. It was crazy because they had them together. So it was like C, Saw. And I'm like, like, oh, no, no, it wasn't C. It wasn't C. I'm sorry. I apologize. There's a movie called Rick. Rick. So it looked like Rickshaw. <laughs> yeah, it's actually what it looked like. I'm sorry. I, I totally messed it up. But there, there is a movie called C. But yeah, it was Rickshaw. And I'm like, what? Like, Shaw watch these back to back. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I can pull someone. There you go, like, man. what is going on here? Rickshaw. Rickshaw. So I think Rick was a film with um, Aaron Eckhart. He's good. I believe. Good, or Bill Pullman. One of those. I forget. Eric, Eric, Aaron Eckhart is good. He was great in Aaron Brockovich. Oh
0: yeah, that's oh. Not his best role. Today's the
1: thirteenth. Uh, Steven Soderbergh has a show coming out on Max today. Yeah, it's a, it? it's a it's a six part miniseries that I can't remember the name of.
0: He was in that movie. Uh, Thank you for smoking too. That was pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Aaron Eckhart is yeah, he's incredible. He's
0: underrated. he's underrated. Yeah, he was so good in Aaron Brockovich. I'm like, bro, well, I don't care. He still put his dirty hands on my Julia. <laughs>
1: off of her. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, Steven Soderbergh it's a new it's a new show. I was reading about it the other day. Now I gotta look this up really quick. Cause Can it should come that, up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap up. Yes, please. I'm so sorry.
0: people Yeah, I'm my my final grade for pretty and pink. I'm gonna give it a D plus. It's okay I'll say this. If you like 80s stuff You'll like a lot of it, because the music's good, the style, yeah. like the clothing, all that. It's got all the 80s player to it, absolutely. But it just don't slap the way the other Johnny Hughes boys does. Yeah. It's like, maybe it's just missing his direction. But there's other movies he wrote that are good that he didn't direct. Yeah, so I'm like you know I don't know, and I'm not putting it on Howard Deutsch because I didn't read the script. I don't know how much he changed or what liberties he took, but I'm guessing John Hughes didn't let him sway away too much.
1: Yeah, and and honestly, Howard Deutsch, yeah, he he did do other things after that, so it, it might have just been a studio. You know yeah, how, yes, how sometimes you know, producers,
0: producers uh, uh, producer director for time. Yeah, you know yeah, say, bro, yeah. We want to make this movie. You want to? You want to make some money? Let's do it. So what is it? Oh, it's
1: called Full Circle. Okay. Uh Claire Danes. Oh. Timothy Oliphant. Oh. Zazie Beats. Oh. Like, wow. yeah. That's so a, that's three good leads. Yeah, it's a six part mini series. Dennis Quaid is in it. Oh
0: man, he's great always.
1: Yeah, so it should be pretty good. I mean Steven Soderbergh Steven is just incredible. So insane. Yeah, full circle. I think at least the first episode came out today. I was reading about it yesterday
0: still probably had the best like three-year run of
1: maybe oh my god well we'll have to go over some of his films sometime
0: oh yeah we'll have to i think we should do like a underrated director's episode yeah and just like we can each come with like three yeah and, like Soderbergh would be one of mine.
1: Richard Donner would be one of mine. Oh yeah. Richard Donner because look, the omen, dude, the omen Superman, Goonies, Goonies, Lethal Weapon. All four of them. Dude. Yeah. Like, all, all four, four lethal weapons, all yeah, you're four. right. I'm like, not yeah. One or two. And oh. even um pre crazy Mel Gibson, uh that conspiracy theory. Yeah. yeah, I think he directed that too.
0: He was a monster. Yeah. He was a monster. I'm like, dude. And in
1: fact, you bring up Richard Donner, Lauren Shuler was one of the producers of Pretty and Pink. I believe she ended up marrying him, Laura wow. Lauren Shuler Donner, because she wow, produced the X-Men have. movies, because he was supposed to direct the X-Men yeah, in the 90s. She should have
0: asked him for some advice on Pretty in Pink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was before <laughs> I assumed hey, they got married. If Donner directed Pretty, Pretty in Pink, it would have been fire.
1: Oh, my God. It would have been, been yeah. Like yeah, threw
0: some action in it. Yeah, like yeah, uh, maybe a fight scene. Yeah, but I think he was doing Lethal Weapon at the time. Yeah, he definitely was. Yeah, so he was definitely doing Lethal Two at that time. Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's like like...
0: I'm like Richard Donner literally went on an all star run. Yeah,
1: from from the Omen all the way. Yeah, until so like 75 till probably around the time that he died. Yeah,
0: like we he died. He died
1: what? recently something 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 like that yeah yeah but i think he was still directing or at least producing good stuff
0: in the the game yeah because like i know i know him mel and danny before he died wanted to do five coming back for five yeah now mel mel might direct five yeah so which i'm cool with that
1: he's a great director i i think it'll be great because danny glover is finally the age he that really Murtaugh was, but like, but he really but, but he's finally the age Murtaugh was supposed to be yeah, in the eighties. Yeah, he
0: yeah, is because he was. I think he was playing older, 10 or twelve years old. Yeah, same something. With, same with uh, Gibson, Mel Gibson. He was only he was, was like 30. thirty, yeah, and he was, he was playing, playing like, like a like forties. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm like, there. That's. I think that is some of the best on screen chemistry you're ever getting yeah too. they were phenomenal. They,
1: phenomenal honestly they were and you didn't expect it you
0: really didn't you really well if you you know listen to it listen to the stories bomb they're like they wanted bruce willis to play rigs instead of really him. Yep, they want it but then but like, that would have been before die hard, die hard. Yeah, yeah so they so he ended up passing on lethal yeah ended up working with John McTiernan. so Wow! So then they were holding auditions, and they had already casted Danny Glover to play Murtaugh because they loved his work on The Color Purple.
1: I'm God, like, he, was, he was he was a amazing. terrible human being in that yeah, movie, but, but magic, he was great. Was yeah, A-1, yeah, because was, you hated God, it. Such a dick. Yeah, like, yeah. This is the movie that made you want to, Like, clearly, he's talented. Man. He was also in Witness. He was one of yeah, the crooked yeah, cops in Witness. Cro- yeah. yeah
0: he is so yes. no, he's the one He runs up in the bathroom, bro. Yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford's
1: in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. God damn yeah. Glover, man. Predator 2. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but he only got that because of lethal weapon, of lethal I think. Yeah. Because there's no way you can follow up Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger with Glover. Yeah, with Glover, bro. You're now, Donald like, Glover maybe. maybe. <laughs> yeah, like, it's insane. Yeah. But I'm
0: like, you know what though? Looking back at Predator 2, it's not as bad as like Looking back on it, it's not as bad as like people made it out to be when it
1: came out. Isn't Gary Busey in Predator Two? Yep. The best part of Predator Two is that alien skull on the ship. Yeah. Because it it lets you know that like they exist in the same same world. That might be the first multiverse reference in a movie. If you think about it, oh, it because that was nineteen ninety, and
0: they yeah, probably did it on accident, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, didn't what they were doing,
1: yeah, that these two franchises could coexist together,
0: even though they probably shouldn't have, but no, no, <laughs> like, probably not. I'm like they're great on their own. Well,
1: I think the same people might have written the scripts, or at least the first draft of the scripts. I believe for Alien and Predator, and Predator. if I'm not mistaken, I think Dan O'Bannon maybe have had something to do with right. with both of right. them.
0: Yeah, because Ridley Ridley made it
1: his own though. Oh, he did. You
0: know, Ridley man. you see you see uh, Napoleon coming out,
1: him and Joaquin. Oh, I saw the poster just yeah, came out. And yeah.
0: Like Ridley's still directing, brother. Old.
1: Well, dude, yeah, but look at uh, Eastwood. Yeah. If, it,
0: bro, still working.
1: If you have a story to tell, tell it. Tell it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you can.
1: Yeah, if you can, that's if a can. that's a good way to put it. Yeah. If you're able, tell your story. Anyway, oh, my God, so sorry.
0: We we went, we went on this one, guys. We went on this
1: one. Yeah, we that's did. That's
0: okay. That's how fun it is. Guys, we're going to wrap this up get you out of here. I'm Dom.
1: I am Jamie. Thank you for
0: watching the Cutting Room Floor.